0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: I'm going to count to three. There will not be a four, if you don't mind. I would begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going.
2: One, two, three. Bad boy.
3: Four, five, six. V.I.G. Prior to the
4: wreck
5: of the Edmund Fitzgerald, this singer took a smooth trip around Christian Island. So oh, Canadian Gordon Lightfoot. Nobody I knew the answer. Sorry,
6: Bean. That's like the most like hurtful thing.
5: Bean, I mean period.
7: Bean, I've been saying that my whole life. I'll be saying it until the day I die. Bean. This is it. I mean, this is really it. It annoys me to have to wipe every so often. It's just
8: annoying. So I'd rather not. Seems like our company wouldn't find that funny. Our company loves it. Oh, no!
2: Here comes the fun police yeah, Put yeah, down your yeah, fun yeah, and yeah, stop having fun yeah. Or you go to fun jail Don't bogart that joint My friend Pass it over to me
4: There's no Wichita sipping. Don't bogart that joint My friend
2: Pass it over to
5: me My name is Tom DeLong
2: Roll on. Don't stodge, you little bitch. Just like the other one. The
6: president of the United States and the Commander of Chiefs. This
2: one seems to be about quit. Yeah! And I need
4: another hit.
2: It's our time to shine. It's our time to
3: shine. It's our time to shine. It's our time to shine. Let's go. It's our time to shine. Let's
6: What more can you see
9: And now, do you want to go on a date? Are you ready for one-on-one? Our feature presentation. That's a great <laughs> question, Jensen. <laughs> hey, kids!
8: Welcome Hi. in to yet another all-new Kevin and Bean show. This time, it's for the twelfth of July, twenty nineteen. How's everybody? Good. Doing? Yeah, doing good. Mhm. Mhm. How about
10: you? Getting ready for a big storm.
8: Yeah, it's uh, it's the uh, telling you guys off here. It's the literal calm before the storm. It was very weird to be walking around yesterday and have it have it be a beautiful day with just not a cloud in the sky, beautiful blue skies, and know what's coming. But uh, this uh, Barry, they're talking about, uh, is going to be potentially very serious for yeah. the city of New Orleans. I hope it doesn't
9: ruin Barry the show for me.
8: You know, yeah, I hope that's so that my
10: hope. That's as well. my yeah. biggest concern. Yeah, for sure.
8: yeah, that'd be the first thing I would think. Yeah. Certainly, guys, yeah. are they're, they're talking about potentially 20 inches of rain
10: over how long of a period of time A
8: couple of days it's a lot yeah. yeah 20 inches of rain for a city that's below sea level already and has uh levee and drainage problems yeah you don't want that 20 inches is uh, significant
9: do you mm. have to like sandbag and stuff do you have I, to i'll
8: practice? find out if i should have <laughs> i i haven't yet mm-hmm. is this
10: the first big storm
8: of the year yes
10: or since you've been there is this going to be like the biggest one
8: Yes, oh, definitely. Wow. I mean, I've been here for 11 inches of rain in a day. I've been here for that. But the, the, we're talking about a wind event. We're talking about a rain event. And we're also talking about uh, and what's different this year that is concerning a lot of people in Louisiana is that this has been such a wet winter and spring for so much of the country. And all of that water ends up in the Mississippi. So the Mississippi is usually at this time of year about f- at five feet. And right now it's at 16 feet. Oh, oh my. And the levees are – the levees only go to 20, 20 feet. That's how – so that's how much uh, room we have before it starts – the Mississippi starts spilling over into the city. Now, I live eight blocks from the Mississippi River. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how much water it would take to get to me, but it's a real concern. Yeah. It's not something you love. I kind of – and I know people, you know, have this thought when it comes to, you know, to wildfires and when it comes to even earthquakes – There's a part of you that is kind of glad you're there so that you can keep an eye on your stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's another part of you that says... Maybe I shouldn't be here because it could potentially be dangerous. You know, you don't want to get in a situation where you get hurt or something
9: like that. Or you're, that. like, sitting on your roof, like, waving your yeah, arms back and yeah. forth. Yeah, exactly. Still so,
10: looking for that guy giving you 40 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any minute now. <laughs> he floats <laughs> <folks> by.
8: Why am I going it, Wouldn't it be great if he had a come-to-Jesus moment with this big storm <sighs> approaching and he said, I just, I couldn't live with myself if it <laughs> yeah. all ended this weekend. I want you to have your 40 bucks if back. God's going to judge Huge.
9: me. Right, exactly. I'm sure that's the only crime he's committed, by the way. <laughs> so
8: I think it's going to be okay, but I could be telling a very different story on Monday. We'll see. But uh, I appreciate you asking and, and, and thinking about me. Yeah. We do have a yeah, huge show today that I am eager to get to, but I want to start off with something that is not funny, but I want my fellow white people here to talk me through this. It, look, there's been racism in every country on Earth since uh, since there have been people on those countries. Why a spate... More than ever in 2019, I think, Ali, you probably have an answer for this. Why is blank while black now annoying every white people on earth? Why does every white person now have to call the police if they say a black person doing anything? Story after story after story. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. See, a uh, family in uh, a Denny's in Michigan, a biker gang comes in and starts hurling racial epithets at them. They go to the manager to complain. The Denny's manager says, that guy's got uh, freedom of speech. He can say whatever he wants. You leave if you don't like it to the black family. Oh. Thing one. Arizona. You saw this in the news. Guy pulls up next to somebody, African-American kid, listening to rap music in his car. He says he feels threatened and afraid by the rap music. He stabs the dude. Oh. Because he's a, teen, a black teenager listening to rap music. San Francisco. YouTube executive calls the police because there's an African-American standing in front of his apartment building who's there
9: waiting for a friend of his who lives in the building to come down. He was going to walk into the lobby. You know that move yeah somebody opens you sneaking out that's what it was yeah Yeah, i watched the video that's what it was he was gonna i mean not that i'm I'm definitely not defending that pos but i'm saying he had opened the door so he was gonna walk in and the saddest part of that video is his kid is pleading with him not to call the cops
10: daddy he's right let's just go (laughs) awful yeah yeah he's just there waiting for a
8: disabled by the way it turns out friend of his to come down from in the apartment building
10: yeah then
8: and this is the one that really drives me crazy. They all drive me crazy. And I just and I guess I bring it up. I know there's no there's no answer. There's nothing we can say here that's going to change things. It's in it's what's in bad people's hearts. I just feel so horrible about all of these stories and feel like there should be something I could do. You know what I mean? Like you just feel like this is the country that we're living in. Why can't I help make it better? But I don't know how to make it better. Here's the story that really got to me. Did you see this one? 37-year-old physician from Houston asked to be removed, she was asked to be uh, to leave an aircraft by flight attendants who thought her outfit, outfit was inappropriate. This is Dr. <laughs> Tisha Rowe, who is African-American and Caribbean-American. It happened on June 30th. She boarded a flight from Jamaica to Miami. She's wearing a romper, you guys. Okay, she's a 37-year-old woman who's wearing a romper. She's coming back from a Jamaican vacation with her 8-year-old son. You know what a romper is? Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's like it's like uh, for folks who don't it's a, it's a bright colorful billowy pants and a top it's sleeveless. It's a type of thing Well, it uh, was
10: shorts and a top. Yeah, yeah and those yeah. and the top oh. can be connected, yeah. correct? Yeah, there one. You the, one exactly. A romper is a one piece. Yeah.
8: Yeah. yeah. Um nothing inappropriate showing it's not tight you know it's not tight uh, at the top of her legs so that you might you know there's no there's no groin action here there's no there's zero cleavage showing at all she is completely and appropriately covered up and i might say completely and appropriately dressed for somebody who's flying back from a jamaican vacation to miami right they asked her to step off the plane, and they said they would not allow her back on unless she covered herself with a jacket, which she didn't have because she's been in freaking Jamaica. So they offered her a blanket that she could wrap herself in to walk back on the plane. What was so offensive about this doctor? And by the way, she happens to be a doctor. That doesn't even matter. It did not matter what her job was. The way she was treated is, is insane. What were they so afraid of, of her wearing this outfit? And don't you guarantee there were white people on this plane who were wearing things that were skimpier than this?
9: No, well, Miami is. I mean, the shorts in Miami are like a. It's like a. It's like a trope. They're just yeah. so, so tiny; they look like right. two life crew videos. Yeah, and I guarantee
8: there were people on that plane coming back from that Jamaican vacation who were probably still wearing bikini tops yeah. that didn't have. But this is a this is a thirty seven year old woman asked to cover up in a in a blanket. Say something that makes me feel better, you guys.
10: Uh, this won't make you feel better. Um, you, maybe people listening to this are like, wow, this is all happening so much now. No, it's not happening so much now. If you talk to any person of color, they'll be like, no, you're just hearing about it more. This has been happening for decades upon decades upon decades. Nothing has changed. It's been like this the whole time being I think it's you're just, so, just hearing about and it more. social
9: media is obviously getting it it's, out more. It's being reported more. We're a
10: mess of a country. Yeah.
8: A mess. Well, like I said at the start, I know. Then get been... out,
10: lady. I'm just helping the people right now who are about to email me and tweet me. Then get out if you don't like it. <laughs> right.
8: hey, I've already done that. Um, I, as I said <laughs> at the beginning, though, I know there's been racism in, in almost every country as long as there have been people in those countries. I understand that this is not a new problem. I guess what I'm saying is the frustration that I feel boils over when I see th- these stories that I just described all happened in the last week. Yeah. Okay. And we know there are hundreds others out there that didn't make the news. I feel like there should be something we could do. Don't never ever trust Whitey. Well, that guy's not wrong. I'll tell you that. Um, how do you How do you deal with it, Allie? How do you deal with it, Jensen? Well, I don't walk around feeling sad. Yeah,
11: we're
9: white. I thought you meant like how do we deal with racism? We don't deal with (laughs) it.
8: How do you deal with the feeling, the frustration that I'm sure you feel as I do about stories like this every single day in the news?
9: Well, since I was a kid, because I grew up in Woodland Hills and Calabasas, which is not, you know, it's clearly not not a very integrated area,
4: Mm
9: -hmm. uh, I always did it by just not falling into that trap. Like I used to, as a kid, I had a, I had a black friend and we used to be followed around the mall. And I was always like, what are we being followed by security? And I realized I'd never had done that. I Like they were following me because of him. They figured he was a shoplifter, I guess. Right. And so I just, you know, we would ask, why are we being followed? And then the guy would stop following us. I just feel like you just kind of change. All you can do is keep your side yeah, of the street Yeah, change clean. the mold, mm-hmm. you know, or do as much as you can to not have it around you. And and if everyone did that, well, we'd be we'd be better. Yeah. But, Allie, same thing.
10: Yeah, and I mean, there are times that I see things in the news and I'm like, oh, thank God my ovaries are dust. Thank Mm. God I don't have to raise a child in this world. Stop looking at me. Sorry about that. Uh, (laughs) I I can't even imagine. It's hard enough just growing up these times, but growing up with everything that's inundated, like just bam, 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 all day long, it's it's too much.
3: Where's our what history month? Where's our white panthers? Where's the white and decker cordless sander?
8: Good questions. I guess, if anything, and it's a very, very tiny uh, attempt to help, at least having this conversation may put it in some white person's brain the next time their impulse is to be afraid or the next time their impulse is to call the police because of a person of color doing something or just existing or barbecuing or having a picnic or whatever the next thing is. At least maybe someone will stop and think, am I... Reacting as a racist person here, and should I not do it?
9: No, there'll, there'll always be a barbecue Betty or a picnic Patty. Or right. A, mm-hmm. That will always happen.
8: Well, anyway, I apologize for starting a fryer like that, but mm-hmm. I just. Uh, Friday. I, yeah, Friday. Yeah, right? yeah. I just, I had to get it off my chest because it's just really, it was just burning me up seeing this and seeing this, this, uh, this doctor and her little eight-year-old kid crying. Okay, stop
10: saying doctor because you're, every time you do that, it sounds like you're excusing. I'm not, and I said that. I said that. it doesn't matter what her stop, occupation is. Stop, stop doing today. it, though.
8: Okay. <laughs> she's got a, got a physician's license, though. Oh, you're saying. saying she's not like Dr. Cosby? It's not like a fake doctor? <laughs> exactly. <Okay. laughs> Let's talk about today's All New Kevin Beach show, shall we? That's what psychotics think. Ooh. It's what psychotics say. Well, that mm. seems extreme for a very good program I think we have today. Um, We're going to check in with your Afro calls. Thank you for leaving those on the Kevin Bean voicemail line. We appreciate that. We got the uh, very funny comedian. Eliza is going to be joining us in studio today. We always love a visit from her. Uh Comic-Con passes for next week in San Diego. We got those as well. Jensen, true or false? New fast food report.
10: Uh, yeah. So no. No, I'm
8: ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You intervened in a bad situation. You got involved. You were a social justice warrior. We're going to talk about somebody. Uh, somebody took that bagel boss guy to the to the ground the other day, and he needed it. So we want to find out if you were in that situation. Also, it's Friday. That means you get to keep it one hundred. We'll ask you to help us pick the music later in the show as well. And allie has got our first look at what's happening right after this on K Rock.
12: <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
8: Hey, uh, Allie McKay. Hey, Bean. It's our first look what's happening here on this Friday.
10: It's Friday. You need to stop that. Come on. get yeah, Back yeah, me up
9: here. It's Friday. It's okay. Friday.
10: Yeah. Yeah. So Lil Wayne currently on tour with Blink 182 as they celebrate 20 years of their Enema of the State album. And uh, things took a little bit of a turn last night in Uh-oh. Bristow, Virginia. Uh oh. Lil Wayne appeared to suggest that maybe playing to a smaller crowd was not for him. Because he's opening up for them, and sometimes you don't really go and see the opener. But maybe he in his head thought, oh, this is more of a co-headlining type of thing. We're going to have Blink's fans, my fans. So obviously it'll be at least, you know, somewhat packed at the beginning when he takes the stage. But he said this. Please forgive me, but I am so not used to performing for a crowd. There's not too many, you know, like still, that's not my swag. I'm not sure how long I'm going to be able to do this tour, but make some noise for Blink-182 for including me anyway. This might be my last night, though. Let's go. And then he played for 15 minutes.
8: (laughs) That is a terrible start
4: to this tour. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah.
10: It's scheduled to run through September. Whoa. So that's not good, you guys.
9: No.
8: By the way, I
9: love that double bill. Yeah. I thought I love it, was, it. I thought it made a lot of sense. I I, guess I would he, absolutely be there early to see little Wayne. Yeah, if you listen to his explanation, it does sound like he says, I'm not used to playing for these crowds filing in. It sounds like he's saying a little bit. He doesn't finish the sentence. Uh-huh. But I think he's just not stoked to see the full crowd. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess if you're an opener, you kind of have to realize it's... goes with the territory, yeah. of course. But he's used to headlining. Yeah, right. and he probably but, is... I mean, that's true. He's a headliner. Yeah. Yeah. He knew all this before he signed
8: up and agreed to do it, though.
10: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but I think you also assume, oh, my fans will turn up. Right. But maybe his fans were like, I don't want to see Blink-182. You never know.
8: That's, uh, anyone want to put a guess on when this
9: tour breaks down? (laughs) When there's a new opening act announced for (laughs) Blink-182? Ladies and gentlemen, Ty Dolla Sign. (laughs) Yeah.
10: I don't know if they have a show tonight. It only says they're playing in Bangor, Maine um, on Saturday. So I don't know. People in Maine. I I mean, my parents are going to be so upset. Oh, my God. If they show up and Lil Wayne is not there.
9: They've never seen a Millie live. They wanted to see it. No, my dad's
10: been, like, working on his lean concoction. Yeah. He's like, I got to bring this.
9: Make it happen. Will see the rapper
10: that drinks lean? Yeah. Oh, okay. He did. He did. Supposedly
9: okay. clean now. Okay, cool. I
8: went down this week to visit the little Wayne painting that I have had commissioned that will be hanging in my living room shortly.
10: Hmm. You went to visit it?
8: I went to visit it because it's still under construction. It's still being painted. Oh. But I okay. went to visit it. Yes. I'm so excited. Well, don't. I'm so, I'm so excited that I'm going to have a, I don't know, five by six foot portrait wow. of little Wayne in my living room.
10: You see that? You see
8: that? You see how white people do? I'll uh, I'll send pictures as soon as I get it home.
10: Can't wait yeah, to see those. Well, it might be your only time really looking at them in New Orleans. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. You never know. So, not a good start to the tour, but we'll keep you posted if we hear anything. Some birthdays for you. Michelle Rodriguez, Topher Grace, Brock Lesnar, Steve Howie, and oh, Richard Simmons. Richard
9: Simmons. How's
10: he doing? They found him. Yeah, he says he's fine. He's just
8: reclusive now, which
12: makes me sad.
10: All right. Well, we love you, Richard Simmons. And that's what's happening.
12: It's the Kevin and Bean Show.
8: K-R-O-U. K-Rock. We have a uh, voicemail set up here at the Kevin and Bean Show that you can call us 24 hours a day at 323-520-AFRO. We get a lot of different calls on a lot of different topics, and we always appreciate when you call in. Uh, a few days ago, we presented to you a news story out of Philadelphia about a, uh, a business that was trying to keep kids, especially teenagers, from loitering, from hanging out in their parking lot. So they hooked up a device called the Mosquito, and it made a sound that old people can't hear, but was very irritating to young people. We brought you this story, and here's the sound that we We played. Now know you, you old people probably couldn't hear that, but that's the sound that, that drives teenagers crazy, and we got a lot of response. Well, no, on
10: that's it. the sound that we played. Oh,
8: that's right. Yes, that was the fake sound that we played yes. that everybody could hear. Yes. But we drove people crazy. <laughs> but people who didn't know it was fake at first called in, and they were very excited.
6: You guys, you guys, I'm really freaking out, and I'm really excited because I'm 27, and I heard that sound. That's the thing that you guys talked about today. You know, the one where people over 25 aren't supposed to hear. I'm 27. I heard it. I'm so happy I could die.
8: (laughs) So minutes later, we broke her heart with the news that, of course, everybody could hear. Here's another call. Same topic.
6: As somebody who is under 25 and could hear the sound, please stop playing it. I know you guys can't hear it. You think it's a joke, but it is the worst sound in the entire, entire, entire world. And you keep playing it. You know, the whole point of that sound is to make kids freak out. And I'm freaking out. Stop playing
4: it.
8: <laughs> so we were playing a very annoying sound on purpose, Allie. Uh-huh. And then once we revealed, yeah, uh, we were just kind of joking. There is a device like that. There is a sound that young people can hear and old people can't. Uh, this call came in
6: assholes I thought I was special thought I could hear something special you guys are assholes
0: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's like
10: things were happening,
13: ear
4: appointments? (laughs) (laughs) Why not?
10: Uh, And uh,
13: one more. Hey, guys, it's got through the segment uh, with the noise that you can or can't hear, depending on your age. And I got a noise for you. I want to see if you guys can hear on a play for you. You ready? Moist. Did you hear it, Allie? Did you hear it? Mm-mm.
10: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. He was saying moist. Moist, 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 moist. Are moist, you going to tell moist, me moist, what moist, he was moist, saying?
8: Moist. He was saying moist. Still
10: can't hear you. Still can't hear you. Yeah, it, huh?
8: nope. All right, let's see if you can hear this one. This one's also for you.
13: Hey, Allie, I will absolutely mm-hmm. dribble your fribble.
10: Sir.
8: It's a very generous offer.
10: That is lovely. Thank you. I told the tragic and sad
8: story again about how, through no fault of my own, no. a baby bird no. flew out of the nest and immediately got picked up by a much bigger bird and flown away with.
10: By all fault murder. All about, fault of your own.
8: Had about five seconds of freedom before the bird took him away and then his mom chased after and I never saw any of them ever oh, again. so sad. And this listener, I think, is calling to rub it in.
6: Hi, guys. Podcast listener. I just heard Dean retelling the story of the baby bird. R.I.P. Baby Bird, a.k.a. Pup. Um, and I have a takeaway Not only did the little bird die that day, but apparently so did the mom. Congrats on your double
10: homicide, Bean. Just start calling me, OJ.
8: Well, we never saw her again. She went off chasing that bluebird.
10: Oh, no. Yeah, there's probably a fight. Fight to the death.
8: Worst case scenario. God, I hope not. Where's uh, where's our fearless leader, uh, Kevin, today? He's in the hospital recovering from a skin graft. After being bitten by a recluse spider, a lot of listeners have questions and comments on Kevin's spider bite. Spider Kevin,
5: spider Kevin does whatever a spider Kevin does.
8: (laughs) Uh, We're very disappointed that so far we have not seen any kind of superhero powers, right?
10: Not yet. Or he might be keeping him under wraps if he's smart. Ooh, if he's smart, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
8: One more on the Kevin uh, spider topic. Can
6: you imagine how heavy... An unstable uh, Kevin Ryder bobblehead
8: would be. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Well, mm-hmm. He has less head than he did before. Yeah, they scraped some of it out for his for his neck. We played a uh, a game for uh, Comic Con uh, the other day, and I think that's what this uh, listener is referring to. Beat
13: beep, beep, beer
2: mug. Beat beep, beep beer mug. Beat beep, beer mug. Beat beep beer mug. But stay clear of his vagina. Always good advice. I
10: think he was mixing up two games there. Maybe. We do have
8: more Comic Con tickets later on this morning that you can win as well. Here's uh, one more on the Beat Beer Mug game.
10: I want to beat Beer Mug.
8: Oh, Wow. wow. And um, this is a very enthusiastic young listener who I, we've never heard from before. He's never called the show before, but I like him very much. His name is Johnny. Let's see what he has to say.
13: Hey, what's up, Kevin
5: and Bean? My name is Jonathan. Long time, first time. Oh. I love Hi, what you guys do. But more importantly, uh, what Beer Mug does for you guys on a daily basis is quite astounding. Is it? I mean, you guys don't know the quality of talent you really have with wow. him. And you should keep him around. But more importantly, when he came out with the Muggos Old Town Road remix, you guys only played it like once or twice. Uh-huh. Come on, let's mm-hmm. spin that. Let's get that in heavy rotation. Yeah. I want to hear that all day, every day. Let's go. Thank this, you, guys,
0: and keep up the great one.
8: This uh, listener, Jonathan, sounds like a very nice man and, mm-hmm. of course, isn't Beer Mug. No way. Because he would have identified himself as so. But I think I'm with him. Let's yeah. do a little Beer Mug Old Town Road, shall we? <laughs> Yeah, I'm
5: gonna take my ass to the Walmart store, I'm gonna spend till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my ass to the Walmart store, I'm gonna spend till I can't no more. Yo, it's Muggos, yeah, I'm back, doing Country Trap, fat as the new black, smoke a backy twenty packs Jimmy Dean is my main course, drink Budweiser for sport. Loving on my sister, having no remorse. Liberal pussies can't tell me nothing. They can't tell me nothing. This ain't fake news baby, we ain't frontin'. No, we ain't frontin'. Fox Worthy the best actor Cheese Whiz on my cracker So white I get mistaken For Kevin and Bean Baxter My cousins are my groupies Sip shine in my jacuzzi My niece is looking hot And my grandma she's a beauty Libertarians ain't got nothing They ain't got nothing This is America We ain't frontin' No we ain't frontin' i to the walmart store i'm gonna spend till i can't no more i'm gonna take my ass to the walmart store i'm gonna spend till i can't no more yeah sweet piggy 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 usa usa you might be a redneck if this is muggles on the country track for the
10: 21 9 and i'm out this bitch on my horsey Yeah! Very I messy. mean, thank you, Jonathan, for reminding us to play that. What
8: a nice listener. Three two three five two zero 520 AFRR. Call us anytime. That's the Kevin Bean voicemail here on the world famous K Rock. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. Ali is already trying to poo poo this story, but I'm telling you, I want it to be true, Ali. I've already packed my bags. Come Me on. too. Yeah. I'm going. I think I'm going too. Look, I have said uh, a million times on this radio program, and that's only a slight exaggeration that even though I'm gonna to live to be 100, my biggest fear in the world is that I'm gonna die before we get definitive proof of aliens visiting Earth. Mm-hmm. I want to be here for the aliens visiting Earth. I want to see them with my own eyes. I'm okay? with you,
10: absolutely. I, I really
8: want to. So, there's a Facebook group that now has over 400,000 people who have signed the pledge to storm Area 51 to uncover alien secrets. Or the way they put it, to see them aliens. (laughs) And I am down with that. Um, I don't know how many people, I mean, look, look, look. It only takes a second for somebody to put their name on a Facebook page. I don't know how many people legitimately would show up for this thing. 18. At at 3 a.m. on September 20th near the top secret U.S. Air Force Base. By the
9: way... How's that time selected? 3 a.m. on September 20th. I'm also concerned it's no longer top secret. Uh, Telling them when and what time you'll be showing up Mm -hmm. does sort of, you know, hurt your chances of getting
8: through. The Air Force Base is top secret.
9: Look, stuff is going on. (laughs) Oh, that that helps. That's Mm -hmm. what they're saying. Yeah, the
8: the, 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 the Area 51... Although some things have been declassified. Since 1955, it has been there, chosen by the CIA as as among one of the things they do admit, a testing site for things like the Lockheed U-2 and other aircraft have been tested there. But we all know that's where the bodies are, you guys. We all know the aliens are there. We know whatever they found at Roswell was sent there. We know there's there's probably dozens, maybe
9: hundreds. Well, we know of this is there. we know this is real. This event because mm-hmm. it's uh, hosted by the S posting because I'm in Shambles page where they post <laughs> memes and a guy named Smiley Cun is the one who uh, posted it originally, who streams video games on Twitch. So this is all on the yeah, up and up.
10: Yeah, for sure. And the way that they're going to run in. Yeah. It, it definitely like they have a whole plan, What's right? The, yeah. You yeah. Tell me. just
8: describe the. The Naruto run because I am unfamiliar with this. Uh,
10: your arms are stretched behind you, um, like in the Japanese anime series, mm-hmm. and therefore, and I quote. You move faster than their bullets.
4: <laughs>
10: yeah, this is this is completely legit,
9: Bean. Oh. I think it's legit, too. By the way, oh, imagine, uh. just, imagine seeing a guy running down the street with his arms strictly back behind him, running as fast as he Please. can, head down. Faster than bullets. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't understand. They're going to see them aliens. Right. Okay,
8: right. let me ask you guys this question, and then mm-hmm. I will tell you the story about the time Kevin and Bean went undercover in the middle of the night to go try to discover something at Area 51, because we did that, you guys. Let me ask you this. What would happen if, I don't know, a thousand people showed up for this thing? Okay, there's 400,000 have signed the pledge so far. Mm -hmm. Let's say a tiny fraction of that. Let's say a thousand people show up and they storm the gates at Area 51. What do you think the military guards there are going to do? Are Uh, They're going to shoot
9: all of us? No. Some of uh, us are going to get through. Well, since they've given them the time, 3 a.m., September 20th, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh they will probably get beanbag bullets ready so that Mm -hmm. they can shoot them with these sort of like, you know, like uh, riot police. Mm -hmm. And, yes, they can stop 1,000 people. But I –
8: okay, how about 5,000 people? How about 10,000 people? There is a number. Well, got we got me now. I'm out. We,
10: <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, I feel like you're trying to incite a riot. Being... No, I'm not yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, that's I'm what tra- I'm picking up. I'm
8: trying to get to the truth because I'm not going to let the man hide this from us anymore. Well, the
10: truth is out there. We know this.
8: I. The truth needs to be in here, though. We need to find out what this, that truth this is. This
9: anarchist has taken over right? the show. Look, I've Good seen God. on Game
8: of Thrones that if you throw enough people at a battle, you're eventually going to get through. And I'm just saying there is a number it's just like swarming. It's like so if you if you ever see those videos where uh, forty people go into a convenience store at the same time, all hell breaks loose. There's no way the owner and the one employee on on staff can contain that many people. Welcome back
9: to the Kevin and Che Guevara show. <laughs>
8: <laughs> all right. So years ago in the nineties, Kevin and I used to do a lot of dumb stuff. And we decided that we were going to get to the bottom of this Area 51. I don't know why we thought that we were the guys that they were going to find. Makes all perfect the sense. Things. But we drove out there in the middle of the night, like at three a.m., ready to record whatever happened. And I don't remember now if our plan was to hop a fence or what we were going to do. But I'm telling you, we weren't three miles from area 51 in the pitch black darkness when out of nowhere all of these army dudes showed up with vehicles and with flashlights
9: and with guns we couldn't get anywhere near that thing yeah but were you in the car or were you running with your arms back behind you yeah See, Could you I didn't try that. yeah I wasn't trying to be faster than the bullets
8: we were in a car and my memory is God I wish Kevin was here because he'd probably remember Rest this in better peace. my memory yeah Kevin's is,
10: memory is awesome <laughs>
8: Ha, ha, ha. I'm sure it's better now, too. <laughs> now that they've taken out part of his brain. Yeah. My memory is that we were driving with our lights out. Like, we were being as, oh, as, as yes. low-key as possible. That's
10: not low-key. That's the opposite of low-key. No, because we were trying to sneak
8: up on the on the Area 51 base. But what I'm telling you is we didn't get anywhere near. We couldn't even see the fence from where we were. And out of nowhere, like out of a jungle. Because yeah. Yeah. your
9: lights were, were off, you creep. Up. You yeah, should have but- been driving normal when they pull you over. Exactly. Is there a Dave and Buster's? around here like you should have been lost you should have been a gay couple together driving trying to find a dave and busters but instead you're sitting dumb. there pretending that you know like oh we gotta hide we're ghost car
8: I, <laughs> I was just so surprised though that they had that level of security that far away from the actual base
10: bean it's 24 hour surveillance with right. armed guards in like you have no idea the radius that what people are.
8: are they hiding allie why are you why are you continuing to allow them to hide this from us, the public? We deserve to know. I never thought we'd go full Alex Jones. And Storm Area Fifty One. They can't stop all of us. You guys, come with us. Let's see them aliens, shall we? <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. Gents I'm awfully hungry right now. Can oh. you do anything for me? Oh yeah, I have the fast
9: food report.
3: KROQ 106.7 FM through the magical wonderment of radio airwaves brings you the fast food report. With your dude with the lowdown on chain restaurant food, Jensen Carp
9: Pooped my pants. He'll get his hands dirty with
3: grease and face covered in cheese. He's your direct line to delicacies and calories. He's Jensen Carp.
9: Take it away, gumshoe. Oh, thanks, Detective Omar. Hey, guys. I, I, uh, I no longer have an appetite after this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited this week. I think I have some good food on the menu. First... Nowadays, the trend in pizza has most people running away as fast as they can from carbs, things like the popular cauliflower crust. But one pizzeria in New Jersey called Via Italian Kitchen is doubling down with what they call just the crust. That's right. It's six pieces of pizza crust, just the very tops of the slices, all assembled in a cardboard triangle to-go box, which sounds like something a seagull would be picking at on the beach more than a snack. (laughs) We know that the crust is everyone's favorite part of the pizza, so skipping straight to selling pizza crust only seemed like the perfect idea, said their marketing director, about what essentially at their core are very sad breadsticks. Starting next week, you can get the assortment for two seventy five, or maybe just buy bread. That's up to you. But I still have to ask: crust it or bust it? Eat it or beat it? Let's start with mugs. You know what? I, I've never been a big fan of the
5: crust, unless it's oh. like, mm. unless it's like just doused in tomato sauce and cheese mm-hmm. and garlic. But this just sounds bland. This sounds terrible.
9: So okay. I'm gonna say beat it, kid. Beat it. Big shock that mugs is first is a beat it. Allie, wow. eat it or beat it.
10: Uh, as you know, I am allergic to dairy. Do I chance it for a pizza? Hell, yes, I do.
9: Wow. Pizza crust?
10: Though. I will say this about
9: the crust. I love it so much. Whoa. Really? i oh.
10: eating the hell out of it.
9: Shocker there. Yeah. Little twist. You want to break the tie, Bean? Uh, For me, they
8: leave out the best part of the pizza, which is the pizza. (laughs) This is big hat, no cattle.
9: I am way no on this. All right, he's out. Okay, moving on. And while we're on the subject of selling just one element from a dish, may I take you to Jakarta where you can purchase, are you ready for this? Yeah. KFC chicken skin. Yeah, that's right. Just the greasy, salty skin from the Colonel's original recipe chicken pieces are now available in a bag at six different locations in Indonesia. Just a bag. Just a bag. They hand you a bag with skin in it for those looking for the quickest and most effective way to clog your arteries. Now you can buy 12 pieces of skin for just 99 cents, which no matter how gross you think it sounds, that is kind of a deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are no current plans to bring it to the U.S., although a representative told Business Insider that KFC Chicken Skin could show up elsewhere in the future, so I ask you: Is this skin or sin? In other words, eat it or beat it. Let's start with Bean. Uh,
8: I already have bags of skin hanging
9: in my home anyway, <laughs> so it seems like this would be
8: something I would like. But no, again, the best part of uh, KFC is the chicken. I love the skin, but not on its own. I will not eat it. Okay, uh, Allie, what do you think? eat it or beat it?
10: Um, I I love me some KFC. Mm-hmm. I don't want a whole bag of just skin. I want the chicken with that skin. Okay. I'm going to beat it.
9: But the truth is, I think if we weren't being judged, you'd eat. I don't know if you'd eat a bag of skin, but like the skin's good. I'd eat a few.
10: I'd eat a few with a side of mashed potatoes. If you were
9: drunk or whatever. What? Mugs. Give it to me. Give me all the skin in the world. Eat it, eat it, eat it. I love it. Up up his alley. I did (laughs) did feel like I was lucky to have him in the room for that one. Uh, Moving on. Now, every time you eat fast food, you're sort of gambling in a way, right? Uh, The odds are always around 35% that the meal you're currently eating will shoot out of your butthole within the next hour. Wow. But now Swedish Burger King is taking those casino odds to the next level. Get ready for the 50-50 menu. Now customers will order a Whopper or a crispy chicken sandwich from the new 50-50 menu. And as a result, you may receive a new plant-based Rebel Whopper or a new plant-based Rebel Chicken King or the actual meat-based originals. You don't know what you'll get because they're so sure that you're not going to be able to tell the difference between that with your taste buds. They just aren't going to tell you. Does this make sense? Oh, yeah. 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 The only way to find out is by using a BK phone app to scan a barcode on your box. That way you'll know if you had the, you know, alternative or the Mm -hmm. original for the final answer. So I ask you, are you ready to roll the dice or are you already thinking twice? Eat it or beat it. Allie, we'll start with you. I mean, either way, you're getting
10: something you like because you're getting the original or you're getting the plant-based. So I'm going to say I love gambling and I love uh, burgers. I'm going to
9: eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, mugs?
5: Yeah. I like how uh, Burger King is, uh, you know, trying to spread the good word of vegetarian mm-hmm. and, and veganism. Yep. And I love the taste of all of it. Yeah. I love it. So I wouldn't, love, wouldn't I, it wouldn't even matter. It wouldn't even matter. And I love tricking people to say, here, have a piece of this hamburger. Ha <laughs> ha, it's plant based. Wow, I didn't even know. Do you ever
10: do it opposite? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's
9: Screw fun. it. They Vegetarians it, right? love that.
10: <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm going to go ahead and say, eat it. Yeah. Now,
9: the only person this truly matters to is our friend Bean. Yeah. Because he himself is a vegetarian. So this is an actual gamble for him. He could
10: get it, double meat. Yeah. He could get double Yeah. Would be a Sick.
8: Yeah. Um, yeah. If I know that I have the plant based option, I'm going to go ahead and get that and not take the risk of accidentally ordering the chicken, Mm. so I think I pass on this, but I applaud the creativity of what they're doing, which is to point out to people that the plant-based food has come a long way, Yeah, and many people can't tell the difference anymore. What a wuss, though, right?
4: Yeah, totally.
9: (laughs) Now, we were all shocked when Bean announced that he'd be moving to London, walking away from the job he loves, but that's before we learned of the Strawberry Donut Frappuccino. It's at Starbucks currently exclusively in the UK. This drink features a blend of donut crumbles... Milk and ice all layered on top of a strawberry puree and finished with whipped cream and freeze-dried strawberry toppings. Woo. Mm. Sounds good to me. They are currently, uh, they have no plans to bring it to the U.S. It'll be available until September 4th overseas. So, Bean, you might want to look into just abandoning your two houses and your pets and getting there as soon as possible. So I ask, are you into the donut holes or is this a donut? No. Drink it or sink it. Bean, first. (laughs) Um, I love the idea
8: of it. I'm not a big strawberry fan. Mm -hmm. If they made this in chocolate, I'd be all about it.
9: But I say I'm going to beat it. Sink it. It's actually sink it, just so you know. I think I'm going to sink it. So that we uh, continue with having the format. Mm -hmm. Uh, Allie, drink it or sink it.
10: Is there coffee involved in it? There
9: is none. This none. is like the, well, it's a frappuccino, so it's okay. got a little bit. But it's you know the way yeah. that our friend Kevin drinks coffees. Yeah, they're like desserts.
10: But coffee still exists a little bit. Yeah. Oh, in life. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So I have yeah. not changed
9: the rules of the yeah. world.
10: Okay. Sink this bitch.
4: Sink it. All
9: right. Sink this
5: bitch. Uh, I love me some strawberries. Canada? I love me some donuts, mm-hmm. and I love me some frappuccinos. Give me an IV.
9: Let me mainline that stuff. Uh, I will drink it. Drink it. All right. Last two. Well, now wow. I know I usually stick to items that are found at fast food chains or. Franchises, but I couldn't pass this Walmart exclusive that puts a twist on your favorite pastry. Say hello to the limited edition Hostess Orange Cream Pop Twinkies. It's a classic golden sponge cake now with an orange cream center feeling, like an orange circle surrounded by sweet, sweet bread. Each cake comes individually wrapped. You can get them for uh, 10 at a time for $2.50, but they're limited edition. But we all know Twinkies last forever, so who cares? With this in mind, it's that time I ask. Is this a dream come true or a cream without a clue? Eat it or beat it. Let's start with mugs. Yeah. You know, you get, you have it when it's cold. You have it when it's
5: room temperature. Give it all to me. I will eat it. Eat it. Wow.
9: What? Well, wow. I, well I'm, I'm talking about the orange 50-50 bar. At the end of the day, eat it or beat it. He said eat it. I'm fine.
4: <laughs> Allie, eat it or beat
9: it. <laughs>
10: <laughs> um, I it, nothing about that interests me I'm going oh. to beat it that was a yeah. shocker
9: Bean
8: uh, did I miss here it was Twinkie related right Twink. it is uh, a Twinkie yeah. with yes. an orange I, uh, cream say no more uh, say no
9: more <laughs> I'm in okay. absolutely okay. Yes. I agree would I think... you
10: do it warm or
9: room
4: temperature though <laughs> like,
9: that's the, the real question. question I go either way Will you do it warm or
4: room temperature? Tell me, warm or room temperature, Salt Valley. Uh,
9: when I was in high school, a senior told me that all Outback Steakhouse locations forced their waiters and waitresses to speak in an Australian accent to take your order, which I was very excited about. I ran to one near my house. <laughs> no. I thought it had a real medieval times kind of place to it. Uh, I walked in. And figured out as they were ready to take my order, and the waiter spoke in what sounded like a Tarzana accent. Mm-hmm. I was having my chain pulled, but because of that visit, I was introduced to the incredible Bloomin' Onion oh, Appetizer, yes. the crown jewel of their menu. Oh, the best. So they've extended this into a brand new Bloomified menu, which includes the Bloomin' Fried Chicken. It's a boneless chicken breast hand-battered in Outback original Bloomin' Onion seasoning, fried until golden brown, and drizzled with spicy signature Bloom sauce. Served with homestyle mashed potatoes and a fresh seasonal veggie, $15.99, so so I ask, are you down with the bloom or filled with doom? Eat it or beat it. Let's start with mugs and mugs. Come up with a weird way to say it.
5: I have a really big erection right now.
9: Oh. oh, Bloom it, baby. Let's do this. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he did find a weird way to say it. <laughs> sure uh, sure I mean, uh, it's Allie? all uncomfortable. Allie, it's up to you. You could use an Australian accent if you like. Eat it or beat it. I'm going to eat it, mate. That works. Uh, Bean, what are you thinking? I don't think it's for me. Well,
8: <laughs>
9: not where I thought we were going. That was the fast food report. <laughs> Signing off for KROQ
3: 106.7 FM. That was the Fast Food Report with Jensen Carp.
12: It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock.
8: Uh, guys, (laughs) what are we going to do with Chris Morgan? What are we going to do with this guy? He claims he is the Martin Luther King Jr. of short people. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has taken it upon himself to, I don't know what, educate the rest of us that he is discriminated against because he's only five feet tall. Is that what he's trying to do with all these videos?
9: Yeah, I listened to his first real interview yesterday on The Breakfast Club over there in New York. uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, he also said he's not only the Martin Luther King for short people, for all people. And he did that after he made a snide remark about how immigrants shouldn't be in our country. Uh, So he's, So he's he's a charming young man. He's a real blast, yeah. And he's gross. Also, one other thing. He had a YouTube channel that basically got taken down yesterday it was filled with these mm-hmm. he had confrontations in like dozens of different stores 711s people randomly on the street he's just like a confrontation monster yeah angry yeah
8: so it's not that anyone is even doing anything to him he it seems to me like he's even instigating yeah. the the problem like for instance the the clip that went viral this week he's in a a, a store in new york called the bagel boss mm-hmm. nobody even brings up his complaint about how he is treated because of his height Somebody else, another customer in the store, is filming when he starts with this.
5: Why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead? That's okay? Who
6: said that to you here? Nobody.
8: Okay. That's the perfect response. It was. No, yeah. yeah. Nobody really is yeah. saying that to you. Yeah.
10: yeah. If she you... started filming and asked him why he's denigrating these women that are working there. Which, that was the beginning of the video. The
9: reason was is because he believed they they didn't know how to make egg whites. Just so you know. Okay. Like, okay. Well, guy. then this well, makes
10: sense. Yeah. Reasonable yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Women in general have it on
5: dating sites. You think I'm making that up? Yeah. Everywhere I go, I get the same
8: smirk with the biting lip. Okay, I understand there may be some frustrations when you look like this guy and you're five feet tall. You're not gonna. You're, you're not gonna. By the way, four eleven. Okay, <laughs> you're not going to be automatically attractive to every woman, but you know what you could do is develop uh, some kindness and some empathy and some personality and some manners and some decency, and I guarantee you women would be nice to you. He right? has none of those abilities. He has, none, he has none of those things. He continues his tirade in the bagel shop.
6: Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my thoughts. Dude, want to step outside?
8: Okay, that's a weird move for me <laughs>
9: if I'm five feet tall.
8: 4'11". 4'11". I'm not sure I'm threatening to take the guy outside and settle this on the sidewalk, but Chris is. Dude, want to step
5: outside? You want to step outside?
13: Huh? I'm not standing. I'm not.
5: I'm not. You shut up, too. No, shut
8: fuck
2: just go
13: ahead and attack me, yeah, Oh my God. Ah! Oh my
2: God.
4: I just wanted to be <laughs> yeah. I don't know
8: how I got in the middle of this. So he says, I mean, he invites being attacked, and then what happens is a guy in the store takes him to the ground. Mm hmm. Attacks him. He intervenes, essentially, because this guy's an asshole, yeah. and because this guy's making it very uncomfortable for the people who are in the store, and in particular, the female employees that are working at the store. Did
9: you guys see that Inside Edition interviewed him, and they <laughs> sent their six-foot-three female reporter awesome it looks insane that's awesome (laughs) so
8: the topic
9: is you intervened
8: in public in a situation where you decided that you weren't going to have it anymore somebody was either behaving badly uh speaking inappropriately instigating a fight, whatever it is, you decided to step in. It wasn't your business, but you made it your business. Yeah. That's what we want to talk about here at 1-800-520-1067. Um, Dave, our producer, King of Mexico, this has been you. Yeah. Um, a
7: Mother's Day a couple of years ago, we were coming out of a restaurant in Pasadena and we saw a domestic dispute mm. and it was about to get physical with, a ki- with their kid right in the middle of it. And me and my brothers decided that, you know, obviously we can't let this stand. So Not we, on my watch. No, no we uh, we intervened. We didn't get, like, aggressive or anything. We just, you know, asked them to stop yelling and, at each other. And I got the, the, the man, and, and he was, like, about to get violent. And I was like, you know, think about what you're doing. Look at your kids here. We stepped in, and, and I asked, what's the problem? How can we help? How can we stop this? And and the, the lady was, was saying, I just want to get home with my kid, and he won't let me call an Uber. So I convinced the man to let let him let her grab his phone, get an Uber, waited for the Uber to come, watch the woman and child get in the Uber and leave and then ask the man to go somewhere else. And and he did and he was calm by that point. So I thought this took all about a whole half hour, you know, this yeah. whole situation. So and, and this is not something I rarely do. <laughs> like I you know, I don't I'm not trying to jump into people's business but mm-hmm. But seeing these people with their kid in the middle, it just, I don't, I don't know. know. Like, it, it, I didn't even think about it. I just went in and so did my brother
8: and, 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 and I don't know. But you diffused the situation and you made both parties stop and think about how it was escalating out of control.
7: Yeah, and, and, we, and we, didn't, we didn't like, you know, get involved all aggressively. And I think that was the key point is we just, I, I just started talking to the guy like, yo, do you think about it? Like, like what's going on? It's, you know, it's Mother's Day. Like, like here's your kid
8: with his mom. So yeah. how, I don't know how you're in this bagel shop with this guy, though,
9: and not intervene. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how this ends without you holding him down. That's yeah, me. I mean, I don't know if I would have punched the guy. but I don't think he, oh, I've watched the video. I don't it, think he really gets punched. I think he gets tackled, tackled? and held down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So I think it was kind of the right thing if he thought it was going to get violent. But yeah. also it's over egg whites, guys. So <laughs> keep that in mind. When I was a kid, we uh, in an intersection, we saw two cars get really close to hitting each other. One turning left, one going straight. They didn't end up hitting each other at the intersection, but they got really close. And one of the dudes gets out of his Porsche, like 911 Carrera or whatever, gets out and he's like a, a muscular bodybuilder. and I was like, oh, S. And I was like a kid. And then the other dude got out of his car and he was taller and buffer. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was like a WWE match in the middle of the intersection. And so they started going to, to like really pushing each other and going to blows in the middle of the street. Oh, wow. So my dad hops out of my dad's like a Brooklyn, New York, like, you know, <laughs> basically nowhere near these guys' stature. And my dad got in the middle of them <gasps> and stopped them from fighting. And split them up? He did. Oh, wow. Nowadays, I'm sure it wouldn't end as uh, clean as it did. But yeah. my dad really did break them up. Cops came and then what did he do talk him talk him down no he like got in the middle put his arms out and then he talked him down yeah wow all in front of me I was like that was cool that, that's yeah, a cool Dad. lesson for Now he would Jensen. be ruining my chances of being on World Star, which would have made me furious. <laughs> but at the time, <laughs> time, I thought he was
8: a hero. Let's take one call before the break. We invite you, if you've ever gotten in the middle of somebody else's business, you intervene to break something up. We want to hear from you at 1-800-520-1067. I know we have a lot of nice listeners who have done this, so I'm eager to hear the stories. Let's make Samantha up first, though. She's in Lomita. Samantha, thanks for listening to the Kevin and Bean Show. You heard something in this story that made you think of something you did, huh?
6: I did. How's it going, guys? Um, Great. I, w- I was shopping at Trader Joe's and uh, just my normal neighborhood store, and some lady, you know, given the state of the country right now, this is about a year ago, some lady comes in and she's looking at a mom with her children, and they all have, all the daughters have headscarves on, and she starts slipping out. And starts telling her it's illegal to wear a headscarf in this country and she's going to be fined. Oh, my God. And how offensive it is. And I just turned around and I told her, basically just told her off. I just told her, you can't do that. You can't discriminate on people like that. And, And finally got her kicked out of the store called the manager, they won't let her back into that Trader Joe's. It was but Sa- messy. But Samantha did you stop really to think bad. about
8: what would happen if another person is wearing a headscarf <laughs> in a grocery store? I mean all hell breaks loose then. Oh, seriously,
6: right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was it was so, so, so upsetting and it, and the woman's daughters were like probably, like, nine years old, and they're just watching
9: this woman just degrade their mother. It was awful. Yeah, I'm glad you uh, spoke up for them. You absolutely did the right thing. Thank you, Samantha. If if you're going to be, like, closed-minded, pick a market other than Trader (laughs) (laughs) Joe's, you idiots. Yeah, you're not going to get any support.
4: There's
9: a lot more (laughs) Samanthas than there are you.
12: 1-800-520-1067.
8: When did you intervene? Your call's next on K-Rock.
12: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
0: Plan savings with uh, three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
8: this guy uh, in New York, Chris Morgan, uh, in the viral video at the Bagel Boss. What do you think his uh his incentive is um Jensen to put all these videos
9: up where he looks so bad? He is mentally ill. <laughs> There is no way to have an incentive or common sense. I I, like I said, I listened to his interview yesterday and this Mm -hmm. person, even when uh, they're trying to reason with him, listen, you know, bring positivity around you. And the reason women don't like you isn't your height. It's because of this personality you're putting forth. He doesn't even hear that.
10: I don't think it's uh, this is something I think about all the time. We always say, oh, they're mentally ill. And that's an excuse. This person is a problem. Let's have some empathy. Sometimes oh, I don't think people. We should have empathy. Sometimes people are just complete a holes. Yeah, and I think this guy is just a complete a hole. I yeah. would think
9: that, but in the interview, you'll realize there's. I don't, I don't want to have any sympathy for him. I think he should be like in a mental home kind of thing. Um, I don't think he should be out in public. I, if you hear the interview, there is something. There's like a gear missing. And also, I think it's the same gear that like has people shoot up like movie theaters because some woman like dis. No, them. these are
10: incels. Yeah. These are these are just a holes. Yeah. let's not let's yeah. not make them mentally ill. They just are entitled toxic men well, I'm trying that to put think them away. That they are entitled <laughs> to a woman's attention. I just want them in a, in a home.
8: Well, he did say, attack me, and somebody uh, obliged. So that's what we're talking about here, is you intervened in a situation. It wasn't your business, but you made it your business because you had to. one eight hundred five 520 Let's start with Derek. He's on line three, and he is in Valencia, up first here in this segment on the Kevin and Bean Show. Derek, what'd you see? What'd you do?
13: Yeah, so some years back, I was uh, leaving a high school hockey game with a buddy of mine, walking through the lobby, and there was sort of a uh, little scrawny kid kind of wearing a trench coat sort of look and as we're leaving six other kids started pushing them around got him to the ground kind of started hitting him so me and my i I kind of stopped my buddies we were walking down the stairs and said this isn't right so we turned back around went up there i kind of i'm a larger guy kind of pulled one of the kids the more aggressor off of this little trench coat kid and pushed him up against the wall another kid jumped on my back so my buddy threw him off of my back and then we kind of just got in the middle and the kid little trench coat kid kind of ran away as we held off these six other kids that were sort of hitting him and kicking him.
8: You know, nice. a couple of years ago, so, there was a question on the internet about whether you could take 25-year-olds. It sounds like you answered the question and you were able to do it.
13: I was uh, I was a few years out of high school, not many, three or four years out of high school maybe, and the Transcope kid was probably a sophomore in high school, and then the other kids were probably juniors or seniors, so... I would say, me and my buddy, how they're out against six high schoolers. You guys found, <laughs> a way, <laughs> you
9: found a way to have a hockey fight outside of a hockey rink. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thank you More for the calling there. I'm sure the
8: kid had <laughs> uh, appreciated that you intervened. You were in the right place at the right time. Let's go to line five, Los Angeles. Let's say hi to Paul up next on the Kevin and Paul, what's happening, man?
1: Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, basically, one day a group of friends and I went to go paintball. And there was an altercation. Supposedly someone on the paintball field ripped off another guy's family crest, which was on a necklace, given by his grandfather who passed away. So, uh, obviously, shoving ensued, and it spilled onto the parking lot, where the guy who got his necklace ripped off ran to his car and pulled out a gun. <laughs> oh, and, dude. Yeah, as soon as I saw the gun, I was yelling on top of my lungs, like, hey, man, Like, think about what you're doing right now. It's not worth it. I know it's a family crest, but you know, you're probably going to go to jail if you do this. And I was just holding his hand so he doesn't pull the gun out fully. And I was just telling him, you, get, you better get the hell out of here, man. Like, you're causing a big scene. And within, like, that 30 seconds I was talking to him and yelling at him, I guess he snapped into consciousness and basically just booked it in his car.
8: Jeez. Wow. Uh, you could You could have literally saved a murder, man. I mean, that is... It, it's and it's also one thing to to have the wherewithal to and the skills to talk somebody down but i mean you had your hand on him pre- preventing him from pulling out a gun that takes a tremendous amount of bravery on your part
1: yeah it was uh it was pretty intense but i knew he wasn't going to do anything to me and his anger was towards the guy who ripped off his uh chain basically is that, is that did one, you yeah.
10: win at paintball that day did you what did you win at paintball
1: I win every day. Okay. Come on now.
10: Not, not my, All he does Excellent. is win.
1: Yeah. Come
4: on, Allie. It's Paul. Yeah.
8: All right. Let's do uh, one more. I don't want to get too heavy on this. Uh, let's try Zach. He's in Huntington Beach. He's on line two here on the World Famous Skier Rack. Hey, Zach. Hey, guys. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening. You know the topic on the table. What do you have to add?
2: Yeah. So this year, I was at the Long Beach area watching Full board kids.
4: Um...
2: And, you know, there's a lot of people in the audience. Uh, I was up front. There's, you know, every, all ages. There's a couple, like, younger girls in front of me. And some drunk dude that's kind of causing problems with all the women and people in the audience. And he just walks right up to this girl and slaps her head on the ass. And that's how I almost lose it. I, I get in a space like, dude, what's your problem? That girl could be your daughter's age. And which she responds, I don't care. <sighs> and like I, it just blew my mind that this guy had to do that and I'm like talking to other people around like this guy is this, because they're looking at me like basically bright red and it kind of becomes a little bit of a mob justice deal to where the point that his friend kind of grabs him like bro you're going to get arrested and go to jail for a long time we got to get you out of
8: here yeah, I mean, um, look, the dude's a, a sexual predator in public. Yeah. And, uh, and it's great to hear that you had a bunch of other people around you that were kind of on your side and letting this guy know that that is not okay. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I talked with the girl after that. I was, like, making sure she was okay and her friend okay. And we moved them in front of us so, like, one, be close to the crowd, but two, they could be kind of surrounded by people that were going to make sure she That's could cool. enjoy the show in a safe manner. That's but real cool. I... I I don't think it really helped. I, I all right, we're we're losing you on the phone, Zach. So we're gonna
8: we're gonna to say it. goodbye and wish you a good weekend. But thank you for uh, stepping up for that young lady, and uh, and thanks for calling as well. All right, quick break. Uh, allie has got what's happening, and this is the very special "That's My Jam" edition, Allie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then we got Comic Con tickets to give away, and then one of our favorite guests, Eliza, is going to be joining us in the eight o'clock hour too. That's all straight ahead right here on K Rock. It's Kevin
12: and Bean on
8: K Rock KROQ. K-R-O-Q. Uh, Let's turn it around, Allie, with this uh, What's Happening. we got some very special music to talk about this week. Yeah, we
10: do this every Friday around this time, where we all pick a song, maybe something that just came out new, maybe something that just came across your shuffle, and you're like, I love that song, and then we compile it. Every member of the Kevin and Bean show adds a song, and we put it on our That's My Jam playlist. You can find that at Kevin and Bean on all social media. You're going to have new songs in your ears every single Friday and we do this for free, you guys. Mm-hmm. We give you these songs for free. What? I know. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. You're
8: yeah, missing out on an opportunity.
10: Kevin is not here. He uh, He's in the hospital uh, dealing, reduced. <laughs> dealing with his uh, brown recluse spider bite, which sounds like a story, but it's real, and that's what happened. But he said he uh, was listening on Shuffle, and this came across, and he's like, oh, I remember that. It's Cypress Hill with Mike Shinoda, Carry Me Away. <laughs> Hurt
0: somebody and I was stuck in a cell When I regret all those times that I put it through hell When I reflect back on those days My heartaches and everybody I lost the left let down, I was sick could take it all back
4: And make it better what I can So I'm trying to make amends and be
8: uh, It's not new, but it still sounds great. Absolutely.
10: yeah. Yeah, that's the whole point of this. It could be something from decades ago, but you're like, oh, man, that's my jam. Hence the title of our Spotify playlist.
8: Bean, you're up next. I'm glad you said it could be decades ago. I've got a uh, Louis Armstrong and the Hot Five track <laughs> yes. from 1927. No, nice. I get on. <laughs> uh, no, uh, a band that I love called The Bird and the Bee has a very unusual covers album coming out. Last year, they put out an album of all Hollow Notes covers. This year, they're doing one on Van Halen and they have recorded Hot for Teacher Alley. And you will love this so much because Beck drops by and does the spoken word part where he says, class. Today we're studying Moby Dick. Open to page 69. This is Matt no. no. Who does this on the song. I love and it. And then Bird and the Bee jump in with their Van Halen and I think this is fun. I
4: think
8: Whole album of Van Halen covers from the, right. the
10: I mean Bee. I'm going back and listening to their Holland Oates album. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes, please. Excellent. Jensen, you're switching things up here. I am.
9: I want to play my song first, and then I want to explain who it is. So this is my jam uh, for the playlist. All that time is meant to why won't
4: you confess to all-
2: Love is simple, it's all good till the crescendo. Till they wake up
3: and switch, we ain't playing Nintendo.
10: Okay. All right. All right. That's, That's my jam. That's Now what song.
9: do you got to tell us about it? Uh, that is Jaden Smith, guys, uh, featuring, his, featuring his sister, Willow. I think anyone who hates Jaden Smith has not followed his career over the past few years when he's been basically uh, kind of pushing the boundaries, being a rich kid uh, who doesn't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. He's went out of his way. Willow, I have a whole theory on, which has been proven at this point, that she shaved her head in her childhood when uh, my, with my hair back and forth came out because her parents wanted her to go on tour with Jay-Z and she didn't want a musical career. These two kids have had their head on straight the entire time, and no one's given them the credit. Jaden just released an album called Eris is Coming. He's also going around Flint, Michigan, uh, getting clean water to the residents there who haven't had it for almost a year now. This kid's doing good things. You can make fun of him as much as you want. The song is called Summertime in Paris. I like it. He's cool. That's all.
10: And over the last weekend, he had a vegan food That's truck right. pop for, up for homeless, homeless people. in Los Angeles. Free
9: food. That's right.
10: However, I always wonder, uh, how can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? And you don't think that's, that's cool? Right? I think that's the coolest thing he's right? ever done. Great question. <laughs> uh, Great question. All right. My pick is from a band that a lot of K-Rock listeners will know, uh, local guys. I think they were Orange County, now they're up here in L.A. But the Growlers, who, of course, put on the Beach Goth Festival, Um, Every year since 2012, you've got Modest Mouse, Violent Femmes, The Far Side, Real Big Fish, The Yeah, Yeah, Yes. Everybody plays their festivals. They're a blast. They just did a show with Flaming Lips, uh, did a bunch of stuff with Julian Casablancas. They um, were with the Black Keys touring for a little bit. They're just a blast. But this is their single that came out the end of last year that just... Is good. It's just real good. Produced by their longtime friend and collaborator, Julian Casablancas. This is the Growlers with a lovely song, Hit It Steve. Yeah, come The real variety pack this week. Uh Who loves the scum? Just one of many choices for you to listen to. Playlist has about 100 songs right now. It's about six hours long. Just press shuffle. It'll be great. Just go to at Kevin and Bean on all of our social media and you will find the That's My Jam playlist. It is a blast. You'll enjoy it. And uh, that's about it.
12: It's the Kevin and Bean
8: Show. K-Rock.
10: Eliza
11: hi good morning good morning yay everyone the rejoice crowd is here. for me with you abrupt end
10: <laughs> <laughs> like no more let me they tell actually you about just th- listen because no so they just do wrap it up because we want to get to you they're good partners mm-hmm. yeah
8: yeah let yeah. me tell you about eliza she gives and gives and then when you think she can't possibly give any more, <laughs> she gives a little bit extra thank you y- you just had your elder Millennials special on netflix last year and now you are back with a companion piece to Elder Millennial. I am. Which is unlike anything I've ever seen from a comedian before. Is this has this been done by comedians before what
11: you put together? I put the documentary? Yeah, I don't know. I think the closest thing I can relate it to is Beyonce's Homecoming. I think
4: <laughs> well, I'm I mean, often compared Beyonce, to her the most. Yeah, yeah,
11: yeah. You know, that's she's my my greatest competition. Um, <laughs> so I made this documentary. It's called Over and Over, and I just wanted to get you know people always people are obsessed with comedy and comedians and your process and people always have questions. So I was like, let's just I've got this huge tour coming up. It was on the way to filming the fourth Netflix special Elder Millennial, and I had the book that I'd written, Girl Logic, which is available on Audible. And I was touring these things, so we made a documentary to show. I want to show everyone my process and what goes into me making an hour of comedy. A little look behind the curtain, a little peel, peel that curtain back. Yeah. So you you took the
8: busiest time in your life when you're preparing for an Netflix special by doing stand-up multiple times a night, multiple days a week, and also promoting a book tour. And you thought, hey, let's also introduce the third thing of filming a documentary all at once.
11: I thought that, and I was planning a wedding, but I was like, that's like a fourth storyline that no one cares about. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just, I figured, you know, we're on the road anyway, so we had a camera crew following me for several cities, and... It just kind of chronicles what was going on in my life at that time. And it's just a little insight to, I, I believe, what it actually takes. you know. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's not the year before when you were beginning to think about those jokes. So just kind of giving people some insight. I think people think it's just show up, do your jokes. It's really easy. And it's like, no, it's now, a not know emotion. if yeah. I don't
8: know if every comedian works the same way you did. But there were some things in the over and over special that were new to me that surprised me. For instance, you said, and unless I misunderstood, that you only write on stage. Yeah. I I can't even understand that you're not on the plane or in the hotel room or at dinner jotting down notes and working on the act. Oh, I
11: definitely... You know, you're always thinking about, like, oh, that'd be funny. And mm-hmm. I have a book and, I I'm like, a page, note page in my phone where it'll be just, like, a thought, a premise. But when I say writing, like, the bulk of the expounding on it and really fleshing it out, that's on stage. Mm-hmm. So I'll write down, like, that'd be really funny if, you know, I wore this in public. And I'd write that down. And then I go up that night and I talk about when I wore that thing and what, you know, you really begin to craft it.
9: And you iPhone record all those and then you kind of craft it? No, No, not at all.
11: I cannot stand listening. I know this is a weird thing. I can't stand listening to myself. Los Angeles traffic. Uh, <laughs> I know you guys are trapped in your cars. But it's hard. A lot of comics are like that. A lot of actors don't want to look at yeah. themselves. But then how do you remember what, you just, you have a good memory. In that I'll write way. it down. Huh. Um, Like what worked and what didn't. Yeah, or you kind of remember. You remember because when a joke hits, like you You remember remember that that worked. Yeah. 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 Probably when it doesn't hit, you remember that as well. Deeply. But then (laughs) the only thing you can do is keep retelling it until these people get what's good for them. It's their fault. It is their fault. I said that last night on stage. I go, these jokes are already approved. This is on you that you're not (laughs) laughing. Like America already said yes. So I don't know what's wrong with you guys. I don't know what kind of party bus you took in. from the OC. I don't know if you guys are going <laughs> to swing later or what, but pay attention. Oh. Yeah.
8: Well, I will tell great. you that you you certainly understand uh that you, the life of a comedian is not the hour that she's on stage. That's for sure. Well, a yeah, like, man is the rest of your day committed to the journey.
9: She's also, I mean, you don't you're not like a comedian who just goes up and tells jokes. You're in char- you've, you've really been involved in your branding and mm-hmm. and the specials and everything. So it's like she's went also the extra mile in that and so having a documentary about Her career is probably a lot different than friend Doug Benson's, who probably just gets up, smokes weed, does some comedy, and walks off. You, on the other hand, not to
8: disparage Doug, not at all. We love Doug, but
9: it's a different thing. Yes,
11: you know, everybody builds their own brand in their own way, and I think also, you know, as a girl, you're not afforded the instant uh, grant of likability sometimes because you're a woman who's not hideous and speaking. People are like, no, I don't know about this, (laughs) and so you kind of have to dig a little deeper, try a little harder. And I've just always come from the assumption that I'm just going to have to try a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. So it's like swinging with two bats. So
8: re- the relationship that you have built up with your female fans, though, is... It must be so rewarding to you that you connect with them. I mean, what a two-way love affair you guys have! The gifts that they bring you was something else that blew me away in this over and over special. I mean, you're, you're, there's barely a square inch in your house that isn't covered with something someone has given you for free.
11: Yeah, it definitely sounds like I live in like a shrine to myself. <laughs> I oh, Eliza's
8: a hoarder. There's no question about <laughs> yeah.
11: that. I he relegated can't throw it
8: anything out
11: all to my office. It's nice all the different types of fans is kind of a thing that I've become known for. I don't know how to say that without sounding pompous, but people, you know, it's this thing where you create art, you create the special, and the fact that it inspires people to make their own art about it and then give that back to you I think is a very special thing and, It's just it's been a cool way that fans have expressed themselves on top of buying tickets and T-shirts and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Recently,
9: Bean got a uh, painting from a listener of him and Billie Eilish in a very strange sort of like mentor mentee relationship. Whoa! Which is how I'd like to see it at least. Pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, So don't ask for all art, is what I'm saying. Some of them, some of them might question your ability to be around children.
11: Sometimes I get art and I'm like, well, they did this is acrylic, but I don't want this in my home. (laughs) But we find a place Um, for it.
8: Eliza, I don't want to to uh, to start the waterworks, but I have to bring up Blanche because obviously we saw Blanche a dozen times here at K-Rock and we were in love with her, as all your fans were. You. What's it like now in your house where you have this tribute to your to your late dog?
11: I thought of with every picture that I'd put up, I I would think as a comic, morbidly, I'd be like, "This dog's going to die one day, <laughs> and I will have ent- entombed myself yes. in all this Blanche artwork." Um, I've taken. I, I had a, we had a Shiva in the Jewish religion you have. It's like a weight sure, but less sure. drunk. Uh, and I took all of her things, all of her outfits and everything and I had all my friends come over and they took them. So people have shirts or if you have a dog, they took some of her food. You know, like Aww. the idea of giving away her things so people could enjoy them. Um, and I kept not so the paintings nice are down.
8: You're still wearing the Blanche earrings though, right?
11: I still wearing the Blanche earrings <laughs> and the Blanche underwear. Um, <laughs> So it was just you know everybody deals with grief in their own way and it's been interesting the the outpour you know when she passed like how brutal that was just people that I don't know being like I love your baby lamb so much I don't even know you I've never yeah. met you and then what people say that isn't that comforting. But they're trying, and so you have to allow them. One person was like, "She was like, well, don't worry, Jesus got another dog now." And I was like, "That doesn't do it for me." <laughs> no. Or they send you that over the rainbow bridge poem. Yeah, I mean, yeah everyone. My, my mom's a yeah. big Facebook Too rainbow bridge. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, "What?" And they're like, "She's waiting for you." And I'm like, "I don't know what she looked like when she died. I don't want a decrepit <laughs> dog waiting for me. That's a lot of pressure." She's waiting, mom. It's me. I don't like that. I feel like I'm late. One eye woman. hanging out. Yeah. Tongue oh. most- You <laughs> wonder something? brutal i know she passed peacefully this is so brutal people are in their cars like why are and uh my father's dog died 72 hours prior to blanche passing Oh. Choking on a bag of Cheetos. No, my oh. dad walked in to find him with just Cheetos. Although he left doing what he loved. What he loved. Yeah. Were they crunchier as or... <laughs> <as fixing it. laughs> crunchy on or puffs? They were uh, hot Cheetos. Oh, oh. no! Oh, so,
9: you guys thought that was bad. I thought that was good. That is the best way to that go. Is the by best the way, Cheetos. that's how, oh. I, how I hope to go. So
8: there anyway. You go. Oh. Um. I thank you. By the way, we're going to take a quick break. More with the lies in a moment. But I did it's want a good to way thank to end you. It. No, I did <laughs> want to thank you for what you said about how she was the shelter. Dog, how she was a rescue mm-hmm. dog, and it just shows. And we we preach this message almost every day here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Is there are great dogs in shelter, and nothing in the world has ever given you more happiness than that dog. You know ever. what I mean? You rescued her; she rescued you. So
11: adopt. I was, I was okay. <laughs> I was that made, honestly, people were like, and I'm like, I was paying a mortgage. Fine, like yeah. I was, you were on the right track. I definitely yeah. rescued her. Yeah. Like I yeah. can eat on my own. <laughs> she cannot feed herself without me. The uh, special is called Over
8: and Over. It's super cool, you guys. It's on iTunes and Amazon Prime, Google Play, and all sorts of other uh, places. Uh, we'll take a quick break. More of the lines are right after this on K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. <sighs>
14: you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
8: Our friend Eliza here on the world-famous K-Rock on a Friday morning. Uh, what's the longest you uh, ever go not on stage, Eliza?
11: Oh, uh... Did you
8: take weeks off sometimes?
11: I did recently because the dog passed and then I I was on tour in Asia when she died. And so I came home. I had to take my mother. uh, She wanted to go to Bermuda for her birthday. So I took like two weeks off. Maybe that. I that's don't a long know. time. Wow. That is long. Yeah. I was really heartbroken. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. should be. Yeah. Uh, understandable. I tried well, to you... cancel tonight's shows, but I couldn't. <laughs>
8: <laughs> you are uh, back at it uh, August 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the Irvine Improv. Three of the six shows are already sold out, but if you want to see Eliza on stage, you just go to improv.com slash Irvine. Tickets on sale now for that. We're talking about over and over the Eliza Schlesinger special that's available on iTunes, Amazon Prime, Google Play, Charter, Spectrum, Dish, so many more. It's a documentary. The scene in the movie where, after how many years of auditioning for acting roles, did the call come and it's in the documentary and it'll make you tear up the call comes that you got it, you booked a big movie. I how did- long had you gone waiting for that call Eliza
11: uh, years like my whole career i'd like never. I've read anything that's on TV that's like big or funny, or like I've read for almost everything. You
8: could have been the marvelous Mrs. Maisel for all of that. I did read for that. (laughs) Uh, I I mean, for God's sakes, you are a comedian.
11: You would have been perfect for that. I don't think I look Jewish enough, as horrible as that sounds, as a full Jew who took cosmetic procedure steps to not look Jewish. (laughs) Uh, She, and also, I don't think I was young enough. And as I was reading it, I was like, I'm not, I'm too old for this role. Uh, and she does a great job. But I've read for everything, and I finally got – it's a small part in Instant Family, but we ha- they happened to be there when I got that call. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it's, it's an set-
8: amazing moment because you're sick as a dog, and you're getting ready to get on a plane to Sacramento. You've got to work. You're at a low point, and then this call comes, and you can't even believe it's real.
11: I couldn't because you hear – everybody that works in this – Like you just hear no on – repeat auto repeat so much yeah. the thing about la that's so funny to me is like it's always a no but everybody's so excited everybody like we're so excited okay we're gonna circle back we're never gonna call you again but <laughs> right. everybody in la is so pumped mm-hmm. and such a fan yeah but you never work we oh think, we, we love you so much it's just you're great. not
10: for this but we've got some things that we think you'll be great for yeah, we'll they're be huge fans they're, yeah. huge they're huge fans. Fans. Yeah. they want to yeah.
11: keep you in, in the mix yeah. yep yeah, in but the now m- emotional mix.
9: Listen to this up-and-coming Eliza Lessager film called Wonderland, directed by Peter Berg. This is the craziest cast I've ever heard. Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Mark Marin, Alan Arkin, Post Malone.
11: That's it's <laughs> Mad Lib. Right Crazy. There. I wish the documentary had captured that. Because I read for this movie mm-hmm. um, with the same casting director as the Family* and both Mark Wahlberg movies, but he did not remember me from the first one. Very cool, as, even though awesome, <laughs> Very awesome. In cool. the same room as him for all my scenes. Yeah, he seems that's that's <laughs> on He's branch. like yeah. laser yeah. focused in, mm-hmm. and and I wasn't a star. Look, up he's part got of a him.
8: lot of Wahlbergers business to take care of, Eliza. He
11: does not quit. It is, mm-hmm. I, it is. I admire it. He's got his team around him, and when they yell cut after he delivers his lines and doesn't mess up, he's back on the phone. He's with his family. Like he is just like a shark. And I read for this movie, and it said no Boston accents. But the line, that one of my lines was something about uh, praying to St. Jude every night for a reason to leave you. And I was like, no one who isn't from Boston would invoke the name of St. Jude. Yeah, right. (laughs) So I did a Boston accent. I was like, it needs it. And I was in a hotel room in Boston. I went for, like, an event to do... And, and I, I turned my phone off because I was like, no one ever says yes. I'm You know what? I'm, tur- I'm taking control. I'm turning the phone off. I'm going to meditate. Three minutes later, I was like, I can't meditate. I got turn the phone back i <laughs> I have to scroll through Instagram. And I had missed a call from my agent. And she calls me. She goes, hey, uh, Mark Wahlberg wants to call you. And I was like, but I'm not, I am not have any makeup on. He can't call me. <laughs> and they connected. And they, he called. And he was like, we really like what you did. Uh, you ready to get crazy? I'm like, does that mean I have the gig? Wow. Oh, my god. Yeah. And I screamed. I think the people in the next room thought someone was being murdered, but like in a fun way. And you were in Boston when it happened? Yes. See. Looking over circle. Circle. Boston Common where I mm-hmm. went to college. Mm-hmm. That's strong. Did you
9: have a scene with Post Malone?
11: Uh, I didn't have a scene with him, but I did make sure to go meet him, and when the movie comes out, I'm going to post a picture because I look like I'm his realtor. Like, I'm all (laughs) dressed up, and he's Post Malone. I always want to know if he
9: smells bad. He looks like he smells bad.
11: Definitely smelled like weed, did not smell bad, uh, and was so nice. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Such a gentleman. We're from, like, the same... He's always
9: tired, though.
11: He's very tired, very sad. (laughs) (laughs) We're from the same
4: zip code. He's
11: from, like, Richardson, Texas, which is, like, a block away from where I grew up. He was very nice. I think he's also doing... Uh, very nice. You <laughs> said that
9: like it's a secret. I, I, <laughs> I think he's Jewish.
11: Because if he's not, like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but like, why Jews love rap? Yeah. Uh, and we shot the movie. are <gasps> oh, you talking, talking to? Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All white Jews love rap. And love the. Mo- and we shot the movie in Boston. And I hope it, I hope it's dope.
8: <laughs> so are Amen. you now at the point now with two big yeses? Now it's going to break your heart even more if you get a no, right?
11: No, because now- I've built up this thick callus. Yes. Okay. This uh, just around the heart, so I you know can still let love in okay good uh, should so it nice. come a knocking but uh, i'm very used to the nose
8: um the documentary is called over and over and i wanted to mention one more thing before we run out of time here and that is i didn't realize that you had done a bunch of entertaining the troops oh, yeah. that was also a very cool part of the documentary to see what you do for those men and women Thank it was you. And, and how does that how does that feel for you to be in that position
11: well first of all as you say that i'm like i we definitely did not get that footage cleared uh, so, oh, I don't really? know if it's. I was just like on an airbase, like, I hope it's cool. I'm on the tarmac filming this with your weapons. Here's some plans. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing USO shows for a couple of years now. I've been honored to get to do the chairman's Christmas tour. So, you go to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. That's on it's, Air
8: Force Two, you point out, buddy. It's the, on right? Air Force yeah. Two. Is, is that a sweet ass plane, Elijah? Yeah.
11: It's a thick plane. Uh, And they've got (laughs) compartments. They've got for the chairman and then his crew and then the entertainers. So our seats are very comfortable. Mm -hmm. And then security. Like, it's, you know, everybody's on there. Um, So I've gotten to do a couple of those. And so that one was another chairman's Christmas special. So they take other celebrities and you go. And it is a gauntlet, you know, and they're doing these all the time. These USO tours, and you get on. Sure. They don't tell you where you're going, and you hit all of these bases, all these countries that yeah, I would never have gone to Kyrgyzstan otherwise. You know, Maybe for a vacation, that's out being not there. a real Absolutely. place. But it's really humbling to get to take time out of your life to give to these people who so selflessly give. On a daily basis, uh, in many cases, their lives um, and a big chunk of their lives, just so we are afforded the freedoms to speak freely on these airwaves.
8: True, and you and you point out, by the way, how unbelievably young some of these kids are, you and know, the job that we we ask them to do, the responsibilities we put on their shoulders. And it they does kind of it, it. it kind of puts our lame lives into perspective, doesn't it?
11: Yeah, and then they would say, "No, like I'm doing this because you know for you." I The first time I did a USO tour, like, it was an 18-year-old kid showing me, I couldn't tell you the name of it because it's really hard to remember, like, numbers and letters. Uh, this aircraft that was, you know, several million dollars, and he was in charge of that. And I was like, I was in wow. charge of my, like, Chevy Blazer. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I never took it to get an oil change. So... <laughs> It's just the magnitude of what they're entrusted with. The amount, just gear alone. I tried on this girl. She was shorter than me, small girl. We were at some FOB, which is a forward operating base. It's out in the middle of Afghanistan countryside. And she's 70 pounds of gear in addition to like a, you know, 70 pound gun that she has to schlep. I tried it on. I almost started crying because it was so oppressive just to wear. Yeah, And I was like, how are you doing this? I can't even do leg day. Oh, (laughs) man. (laughs) So it's. It's humbling. It is a... uh,
8: I mean, really... You can tell. I sincerely enjoyed it. It's so enlightening Thank on so know. many different fronts. It's a really great behind-the-scenes look. I know you said it's uh, it's for the fans, and it really is, but it's so much more. It's uh, called Over and Over, uh, available wherever you see your documentaries, and it is available now. You can see Eliza at the Irvine Improv August 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Tickets at improv.com slash Irvine. Three of the six are sold out. Congratulations on everything. Our Thank sincere you. sympathies on the loss of Blanche. We loved her, too. And please, come back and see us anytime, Eliza.
11: I love you guys. Thanks for having me. Having me
8: you bet Bye-bye. and uh, sell the game I'm going to do it right now because the phones are open at 1-800-520-1067. Next weekend is Comic-Con, you guys, in San Diego, down at the Convention Center. The Kevin and Bean Show is going to be broadcasting live on Thursday and Friday. We want you to be there with us. If you're a Comic-Con-type person, call us, 1-800-520-1067. We'll play a game. You can win some tickets next on K-Rock.
12: The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock.
8: Here we go. A pair of passes to San Diego Comic-Con at the Convention Center next weekend. The Kevin and Bean Show is going to be broadcasting. Live from Theater Box, home to the all new TCL Chinese Theater in San Diego, next Thursday and Friday. We'd like you to be at the Convention Center with us at 1 800 520 1067. This game is called Meow-y-okey. Meow
3: Meow, 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 meow.
4: Thank you. Girl. That's fine. This is the... meow okay. meow no, meow. How is it? it. Seems, oh. seems a little
8: long. It does. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Girl.
3: Thank you. Meow Okay. okay. No. okay. That's
9: that's good good. Is this a bridge? Meow meow
3: meow 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 Okay. Meow 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 meow. I know Yeah. Exactly. Oh, R- it's over. yeah. yeah.
8: Okay. We're playing for Comic Con. Oh, good. Thank God. We're playing for Uh, Comic Con (laughs) tickets. Allie, you're going to spin the wheel, and the caller on the line will find out who is going to be meowing a popular superhero theme song do i have that right yeah a superhero theme song could be tv edition could be movie edition but you just tell us what that theme song is that we are meowing at you and you go into the drawing to win the tickets for comic-con in san diego we'll just take them in order chip and we'll start with line one who is going to be our friend marlene joining us from inglewood hey marlene hey good morning guys Good luck for Comic-Con tickets. Here's Allie with the wheel.
10: All right. We're going to find out who's going to meow for you.
9: Who are, are you? A comic head? <laughs> uh, yeah, a little okay. bit. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, you got me.
10: And now is oh. it Marlene or Marlene? Marlene. Okay, okay. Marlene. I'm All right. so sorry. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. Meow,
4: meow. Yeah. yeah. Awesome.
8: well done. Let's try Matt in Anaheim. Or maybe it's mate. I don't know. I'm <laughs> I can't read anymore. It is, it is Matt. It is Matt. Okay.
13: All right,
8: Matt, let's spin the wheel. Let's find out who's meowing for you.
9: You a comic head, Matt? I am a big comic fan, yes. All right. All right. Excellent.
8: All right, well... Oh, Bean. Excellent. Ooh. All right. Let me see I if, I can... if I can remember how <laughs> mine goes. Meow,
10: meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow,
8: meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow,
9: meow, meow, meow. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. Gonna... I don't know if that's longer than the intro or not. Um, that's Superman. It Yay! is
8: Superman. I am stunned I that you got that because I was terrible, man. No, it was I right on me. Barely remember the melody. Thank you. You are in the running. Let's go to line three. Say hi to Rob C. He's in Costa Mesa. Hey, Rob. What's up? What's up? Well, Friday. two for two. Two for two. Allie is spinning. Let's find out who's going to be meowing for
9: you. Ah, uh, you've got Jensen. Oh, good news. Rob, you a comic head? Oh, yeah. All right, good to hear. Here we go. Ready? Meow, 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 meow,
8: meow, 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 meow,
13: meow, 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 meow
4: Say it. Oh, no, Say it. Wait, Come on, wait. Rob. Come on. Teen nah, 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 nah,
9: nah. <laughs> Titan. <laughs> T- oh. um, it was Teenage
4: Mutant Ninja Turtles.
8: Rob, I want you to go away and think about what you've done, son. <laughs> Let's try line 4 of Valente Anaheim. Valente, welcome to the Kevin Bean show. You ready to play for Comic-Con tickets? Is that a yes?
4: Yes. Ah, okay, Alright. okay.
8: <laughs>
10: Valente, you ready? You've got mugs.
5: Oh, Oh, okay. All right, here we go. Here we go, Valente. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow.
13: Meow, meow. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to go with Spider-Man.
9: No. Um, X-Men.
13: X-Men. That was pretty close.
8: That was was pretty close, but thank you for trying anyway. We appreciate it. Let's qualify a couple more if we can. Let's go to Oak Park. Say hi to Jerry up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, good morning.
10: Hey, Hey, Jerry. Jerry. All right, let's see who's going to meow for you. Oh, you've got Dave. Yeah.
7: All All right, right, Dave. Dave. All right, Jerry, let's do this.
10: Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, meow,
2: meow, 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 meow me, meow, 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 meow,
13: meow, meow. Whoa. okay, cat step, I'm right. sorry. A a dog. What do you think, Cat? Ooh. I don't know now. I'm gonna just take a wild guess. Wonder Woman? Yay! Yes!
2: Wonder Woman!
8: That's amazing! Incredible! Oh. I All right, guess. one more. Let's make it Nikki. She is in Studio City, our final contestant for Miyawaki. And by the way, uh, in case I forget later, uh, shout out to Jeff and Jared, Star ninety four point one, who we ripped this game well, off. One
4: one of them still
9: there. <laughs> <laughs> the other one got fired, Jen, oh. because,
8: for coming up with this game. I heard you uh, have uh, Chip. Oh, oh, okay. oh. Right. rarely do we hear from Chip in the back of the room. But listen up. Here's the superhero song.
10: All uh, right, here
6: we go. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> meow. Meow, 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 meow,
4: meow, meow, meow,
6: meow, meow, meow. meow, meow. Mm. Oh, man. Um, I'm not sure, but I'm gonna guess the Hulk.
4: Oh, Oh, oh sorry. Flash uh-huh. was <laughs> that was Flash
8: Gordon. We did were, you looking guys know, for- Queen did that. Uh, yeah, we, we
0: didn't <laughs> oh take on that until the
8: movie. Uh, Jerry and Matt and Marlon were all in the drawing to win the tickets for San Diego Comic-Con at the convention center next weekend, you guys. Comic-Con.com is, uh, the, is the com, rather, is where you want to go for more information. Who's going to be joining us in San Diego, you guys? Uh,
10: you guys know that I pulled this out of a hat. I don't see who wins, but it's Marlon. Yeah. Yay!
4: Oh,
8: I see. Allie's contestant. I see what's happening (laughs) there. Thanks for playing,
12: (laughs) 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 Yoki.
3: Meow, meow, meow,
4: meow.
12: meow. It's the Kevin and Bean show. Rock. Allie's here with another look at what's happening.
10: Can I give you a song that you could text? Oh, yeah, please. I'd like for you to text the Lil Nas X new remix of Old Town Road Because not only, of course, does he have Billy Roy Cyrus, we know that he's on the song, Mm -hmm. but young thug, but perhaps the most out-of-nowhere addition, young Mason Ramsey. You might know him better as the yodeling Walmart kid. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bean? Why is this happening? I couldn't listen to it fast enough. Why do we need this? And then I couldn't. Want what his words are, Mason Ramsey, what he, dare I say, spits fire on my tombstone. Put it in my veins. Oh, my God. And Mason Ramsey, I'm just going to play for you his portion of the song. Uh, get ready, you guys. Okay. Just get ready.
3: It's riding down Rodale in my Maserati
5: sports car. Hold up, let me tell you me nothing. pop up in my razor, got a thousand acres, right up on the cows with a tray that it don't face. So I ow, you be okay.
10: If you ain't got no giddy up, then giddy out my way. I'm gonna take, take
4: my horse. Okay.
10: Town road. okay, in case you didn't get that, <laughs> if you ain't got no giddy up, then giddy out my way. <laughs> oh, my God. Put it on my tombstone. I don't know is if a lot of you know
9: this. Bruce Springsteen wrote that. Uh, no. Is he, <laughs> no, he, is he 11, by the way? How old I, is he? He's a baby. Kid?
10: He's a little he's baby a kid, that was right? just yodeling in Walmart and mm-hmm. his hat and his boots. Now he's on a little Nas X track. Yeah. yeah oh. Next
8: thing you know, he's playing stagecoach. All right. But let me ask you this. Coachella. Is this song going to be number one for the rest of time because they're just going to keep adding people to it? It's already been at the top of the Billboard chart for 14 weeks. Yeah. I mean, I hope
9: so. And now we've got this version that people are going to write. Out and stream to death. Yeah. Right? I
8: mean, this could be number one
9: forever. Yeah. Well, he put out an EP in the last week or two, but he's openly admitted he's just going to keep putting out remixes to the song Why to keep it at number you? one. It's such a funny Why idea. Why wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. And so now, you know, fast forward in three months, we're going to have 10, 15 people on yeah. the song. Your tweet great. was very funny last yeah, night. I think they're going to get the kid who goes LeBron James. They're going to get eventually <laughs> Dee Dee from uh, the Rugrats. Sweet. They're going to end up getting maybe <laughs> Papa, Roach. Uh, Papa Roach would be good.
10: Yeah. I'm in. Scat Cat,
9: MC Scat Cat. You guys, <laughs>
10: if you ain't got no giddy up, then giddy out my way. And he talks about hopping on his razor. Play it again, ship. I loved it so much.
3: Riding down Rodeo in my Maserati
10: sports car. Hold up, let me tell
5: you something. You can't tell me nothing. Can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Hop up in my razor.
9: He's gonna oh. be like Manny on Modern Family, though. Everything is cute that he says now, for, but eventually, four more
10: years, you're like, he's "Oh, be like,
9: no. I got a hundred acres." <laughs> so it's like, "Oh, buddy, get out of here, man!" <laughs> Why
10: well, are you giddy out my yeah, way? Not going to turn into Mason Reese. How's yeah. that for a reference?
8: <laughs> Another famous Mason who didn't age well. Oof that's N- nothing even me i was like oh, that's really? a reach <laughs> i don't know who that is he was the uh what was his commercial He was the, uh, the ugly little red redheaded oh, sorry, kid the little redheaded kid who did a commercial for like
9: mayonnaise or he, something like that. he's in the
8: news right now
9: yes he's in the news right now because is. somebody
8: is trying to get
9: him to do a porn video he is dating a porn star and so yes. someone's trying to get him to do a sex tape with her but he looks like eric stoltz in the mask a little he does he does. But he was one of those another, kids. Another reference. He <laughs> was one of those kids
8: who was the cutest kid in the world when he was on TV. Uh-huh. Like He was on all of the talk shows and stuff like that because he was just adorable. He was so famous. He did Raisin Bran commercials. Mm-hmm. He did right. Dunkin' Donuts commercials. And America was just in love with this kid. He did not age well. No. And now he may cash in with this uh, with this sex tape. Yeah. But that's what I'm worried about happening to the Walmart, uh, Walmart Yodler kid.
9: That was uh, what you call a real real Bean and Jensen spiral into reference. Yeah, it sure
10: was. I almost didn't have time to tell you Lil Wayne and Blink-182 might not finish their tour. Uh Uh-oh. You guys, this isn't... That just started. This isn't good. Yeah, it just started. Um, You know, Blink-182 is celebrating 20 years of their Enema of the State album. They're on tour with Lil Wayne. Um, Not sure what happened, but last night in Bristow, Virginia, Lil Wayne said on stage, Please forgive me, but I'm so not used to performing to a crowd where there's not that many, you know, like, still, that's not my swag. And then he said, I'm not sure how long I'm going to be able to do this tour, but make some noise for Blink-182 for including me anyway. This might be my last night, though. Let's go. So he's just kind of bummed that people aren't showing up to see him early because they're waiting till later to see Blink-182. And I think, you know, when you're used to headlining... It's. It might feel pretty bad for the ego if you're up there and yeah. you, you don't and have a packed house. And
9: he's not an up-and-coming
8: artist. He is an no, headliner. No, he's established. Yeah. Absolutely. He just so, expected either enough of his family would buy tickets and come early enough to see him or enough Blink fans would show up early just to see him. Right. Yeah. Either way, he wants to play to a Fuller house. I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way.
10: Do you think they're having a meeting right now? And Lil Wayne is like, If you ain't got no giddy up, then giddy out my way. And they're like, What are you even saying, dude? And then he's like, hey. <laughs> It's just weird. Hey, guys, some birthdays for you Topher Grace, Michelle Rodriguez, Brock Lesnar, Steve Howey, and Richard Simmons.
3: Oh, Richard Simmons. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Oh. Happy, birthday, oh. happy birthday,
6: happy birthday, happy birthday. It's not done. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, <laughs>
4: happy,
6: birthday <laughs> happy
2: birthday. Happy, happy birthday to me.
10: play it again. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Are you okay. That's what's happening.
12: <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
14: K-Rock Q.
8: Heading into the weekend here on the world famous Rock. Thank you for listening to the Kevin and Bean Show. We do a little feature every Friday about this time that we call Keep It 100. I gotta
12: keep it 100.
8: Keep it 100. Keep it
12: 100. Keep it 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 100. I'ma keep it 100. Keep 100.
6: Keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100.
8: For Texter 100, if we have it, we'll play it. Now, there's been a discussion going on behind the scenes here at K-Rock in this room about whether it needs to be a kickoff the weekend style party song or whether that's not the criteria at all. And it could be any K-Rock song. Where do you guys come in on that?
10: It should be
9: party-ish. I come in on It's a Friday, get get our weekend poppin'.
8: Yes. See, I don't. I'm down for whatever. But uh, it doesn't matter this week because um, the th- uh, mark in Culver City is was texter number ninety nine. So we're not going to hear Pearl Jam, Yellow Ledbetter. <laughs> I will argue that is not a party song. Mm-mm. No, but it's still a great song great that we don't play song. that much. That I think still would have sounded fun. Sure uh Texture 101 was looking for aeroplane by red hot chili peppers sorry stacy not this week uh Texture 100 is our friend david gonzalez who joins us on the phone right now uh he is in uh where where's david los angeles he's in la david welcome to k-rock my hey, friend how are you
13: i am doing great Happy you raised the roof friday yeah
4: <laughs> i don't hate it i
8: don't yeah. know yeah. and uh what do you got going on this weekend i i'm uh, living through a hurricane how about you
13: well, a little opposite of the Hurricane. I'm going to a pool party tomorrow and do some barbecue and watch a Dodger game.
8: Nice. Not bad at all. Yeah. You are so much better life. than Hurricane. Have you uh, <laughs> have you texted in before for Keep It 100, or is this your first time? I uh, know it's my uh,
13: second time doing it. I always listen to it, but never got around to texting. And, oh, that's so cool. Um, so I love doing some shooting, and it's a good video. So I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to keep trying this one, and sure enough, it worked today.
8: Oh, congratulations. Go ahead and introduce the song, and we'll play it on Keep It 100.
13: All right, well, I chose to do some G in the Pain." Uh, it's an awesome video, too, so you should check out Randomly Golfing through
1: New York City.
4: Keep it 100. Hey, now, say, back.
8: Come on, you guys. Come yeah, on.
9: the weekend has started.
8: David in Los Angeles, let him be an inspiration to you because this was only his second time trying to get through and Keep It 100, and he made it. He was Texter 100. He chose Dinosaur Jr., Field of Pain, which sounds great, outstanding choice. Miss Allie McKay, we mm-hmm. come to you every week at this time for a little bio background info yeah. on the song. When do you think uh, Field of Pain was uh, a big number four song here on K Rock?
10: That was definitely mid 90s, but I feel mm-hmm. like it could be anywhere between like. 94, 95, 96.
8: She's narrowing it down, you guys. So
10: <laughs> I am just going to go right in the we'll middle an there and I will say 1995.
8: Uh, that's very close, but I'm sorry. It was 94. Is oh, when it came so out. close. But a great choice. And David, a great choice for you as Dang well. It. Thank you. We'll do it again next Friday on Keep It 100. Keep it 100. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. Go immediately. To at Kevin Bean on Twitter, and I assume in a few seconds it's on there. Instagram. It's there now. No, both on Twitter, there?
10: yeah. Well, yeah. on Twitter,
8: yes. Well, I said on Twitter immediately, and in a few seconds, hopefully on Instagram. <sighs> Kevin has posted a photo from the hospital. You guys, Come on! he had surgery yesterday. He did. They did a, a skin graft from his head. Well, really, from the side of his head mm-hmm. to the back of his neck. Yeah. Because of the the brown recluse spider that took out a big chunk of his skin. So there's the monkey in a hospital with gauze wrapped
9: around his entire head. He looks like the Invisible Man. It's gross. It's grotesque.
10: Not only that, he still has the cut on his lip from shaving in the shower, so it looks like he's got herpes, too. I mean, it is a (laughs) win-win for everyone.
8: It's an unbelievable (laughs) photograph. Oh, Kevin. This guy. Like he said, his life is a cartoon. Yeah. This photo. Yeah. Have you ever had your entire head wrapped in gauze like this?
10: And under his chin, everything. Yeah. And just his ear poking out.
8: Yeah, just one ear, yeah. I mean... It's uh, R.I.P. Kevin, you got. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I guess technically he's still alive. Yeah, but he's I mean, still alive. He sent that. Just, uh, he mm-hmm. says he'll
10: be back on Monday.
8: But I hope he never gets to take the bandages off, because that's a great look.
10: Uh, I got news for you. What? He also sent a picture. Uh, he just got the bandage off. No! No! And um, he won't be posting the picture he sent us in in a text chain, Mm -hmm. but oh my God.
8: They took a big chunk?
10: They took a chunk. And my response was, can I sit on the other side of you at Comic-Con? (laughs) Because I can't. I can't. I can't look at that.
8: Well... I guess thank, we're we're lucky that that one's not public.
10: Thank God he's alive.
8: But if you want to
9: see a smiling, happy, recovering Kevin, he looks insane. I mean, he <laughs> genuinely looks like he's been institutionalized. <laughs> he does. <laughs> it looks so creepy. Go to
8: Kevin Abina's <laughs> social media and uh, please enjoy it. We'll try to carry on without him for one more segment here on this Friday All morning. He was a Pepsi. Allie's got what's happening.
10: You guys, well, here's the thing. 21 Pilots have announced a new leg of their Bendito Tour. It's going to launch this fall. And to prevent ticketers uh, and tickets from falling into the hands of scalpers, they're doing the thing uh, with the Ticketmaster's verified fan platform. Mm -hmm. So you register through Sunday at 10 p.m., and then you're going to receive a code to be able to purchase your tickets for 48 hours straight starting on Tuesday. So if you want that now, go get registered, do all that. And then any remaining tickets will be available to the general public starting on July 19th. If you're wondering, hey, SoCal, any dates? Well, yes, November 1st, 21 Pilots will be at Staples Center, and then November 2nd, they're heading down to Anaheim for the Honda Center. I think it sounds fun. It will be fun. You know, when you do a live show, you kind of have to roll with the punches. Somebody's running late, somebody's stuck in an elevator, they can't get into the building, or sometimes they just have to cancel at the last minute. On our show, it's not ideal, but you shuffle things around. Yeah. You move things. It's not it happens that. happens
8: more frequently than people would know on Absolutely. this show. Absolutely. That.
10: That's how professional we are. You'd never know <laughs> until you don't hear that person. And we've been teasing it all morning. Then you can figure it out. Yeah. Um, but this happened last night on Conan. And I'll, I'll let him explain it to you. But um, a young man named Kumail Nanjiani, good friend of the show who we love, who canceled on us. He was going to come on and talk about Stuber actually canceled on an important show, Conan O'Brien, and not the day before, not even day of. I'll have Conan explain.
3: The plan was to have Kumail Nanjiani on the show tonight. Then literally half an hour ago, half an hour ago, we get a call and he's fine. Everything's fine. He's shooting Silicon Valley. Yeah. And there was some kind of snafu in their their shooting schedule. And he's got work. And he has work to do and he didn't get released. He's in Marina Del Rey shooting a scene and he can't get here. We were trying to think of when has this happened before? Has this ever happened before? And then we realized one time, one time, and I think it was in like 1996, maybe 15, 20 minutes before the show started, we got a call from our guest and it was Liza Minnelli. And she said she couldn't make it. So Liza Minnelli canceled, and she's known, you know, she's a great artist. Right. But she's known for sometimes flaking out. It's troublesome, yeah. Troublesome. So Liza Minnelli, and now in that same category of troublesome diva who mailed Nanjiani. Yeah, yeah. So let me recap. We're a show now that's changed our format, and we're now a show that has one guest tonight. <laughs> Now, for the 25-year run of our show, when we were an hour, we would just take the second guest and move them up, and they'd be the first guest, and no one would really be the wiser. But when you're a show that's based on just interviewing one guest, and that guest doesn't show up,
10: you're really screwed. (laughs) Uh, They wound up having Conan's assistant, uh, Sona, on, who is such a delight and she's so funny however she found out 20 minutes before that she was going to be on watch the clip it is one of the funniest things you'll ever see Kumail Nanjiani tweeted two hours ago Conan O'Brien is my comedy hero. Him and Andy Richter are the reason I started comedy. So this clip is something I would love if it was about anybody other than me. (laughs) But it's about me, so I'm truly mortified. And he basically put the YouTube clip, the long version of what happened at the start of the show. Awesome. So good. By the way, he also um, mentioned that they do have the clip of Stuber. Because the guest usually brings in a clip. He says, oh, here's what's happening in this scene. They show the clip, that type of thing. And Conan's like, you think I'm going to promote your movie that you couldn't be here for to promote yourself? No, I'm going to show you a clip of a movie that's going up against you. A little indie (laughs) flick not a lot of people may have heard about. It's called The Lion King. And then he played a clip of The Lion King Oh, my God, it's genius. It's so well done. It shows how good Conan is to be able to roll with that and just be so funny and so self-deprecating about it. It's excellent if you want to go back and watch that. But that also brings me to The Lion King itself because yesterday we were treated to the version that's going to be running in the movie of Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Beyonce and Donald Glover and, dare I say, I cried like a baby,
4: is it enough for this white I <laughs> want that we got this one. Alright, Donald
8: Glover still got it. Yeah, kinda. Who is your beyonce
9: <laughs> Oh, I I like what this they've is. Good. I'm now gonna see the film.
8: Hold on. That's a nice update on the Elton John Classic, I think.
10: Hold on.
4: Yes.
10: I'm going to say this. So last night, I emailed Bean and said, hey, Beer Mug's going to be slammed with all the things that he has to cut for us tomorrow. Is there any way you can pull the clip of Beyonce and Don Glover? Absolutely not a problem, Allie. Total team player, of course. Mm -hmm all morning he's like so you really not going to play the lion king and i'm like real god get over it yeah, I'll do it at nine now i know why
8: look if Beat. i have a chance to bring the great william hung yeah. on the air it here at k-rock i'm gonna do it to
10: me that that would happen thank you that was amazing i don't i don't care if we hear beyonce and donald glover to be honest
8: no i think you really do and i think the okay. listeners should too because okay. it is amazing and how do you uh, i mean he's better known as a rapper how do you how do you rate donald glover as a singer
10: I mean, the last album was a lot more singing than rapping. um yes, for sure. Um, and, and it highlights a lot of what he's really good at on that album.
8: Mm-hmm. How about compared to Beyonce?
10: Compared to Beyonce? I don't Like James Ingram, I'd be like, who's this chump?
8: Yeah. All right. It's here's
10: just amazing. Here's
8: the new Can You Feel the Love Tonight from the uh, forthcoming Lion King. So
0: many things to tell her, but how to make her see the truth about my past possible she turn away from me he's holding back he's hiding all right there's a pro but <laughs> what i can't decide
6: why won't he be the king i know he is the king
4: i see inside you feel love
8: i'm gonna say it's still great it's so good That's you guys. Really good. Did you really did it's you really so, tear up listening to that yesterday?
10: Uh, tear up would be an understatement. I cried like a baby. Though I just love all the music from mm-hmm. The Lion King, but to hear her doing it, there's just there's an emotion to her voice that is just it's undeniable and it's beautiful and I can't wait to see the movie you guys. I can't
9: tell if it's, I mean, it got rave reviews from critics. Like Mm -hmm. the night that they were all, like the mandate was released, you could just put out your reviews. It was all positive. But since then, I feel like a a couple of people who've seen it online don't like it. And the rating isn't very good. On Well, I think
8: people are saying it's it's safe. It's not, it's it's basically a retread of the last one. The original, yeah. And that's what they were looking for as a way to kind of update it and everything. Apparently it's beautifully acted and beautifully drawn. And I guess it's a computer, but uh, apparently there's nothing wrong with it. It Just if your expectations were that it was going to take it to Lion King
9: 2.0, that didn't happen. Right. Well, if you liked Lion King, you might like Lion King. I think that's, that's right. what right. a lot
10: of reviewers were actually saying. Okay, If you like the Lion King, boy, will you be into this Lion King. Sure. <laughs> Good times, you guys. Um, thank you to everyone who sent me the story because they know how much I love How to Get Away with Murder on ABC. Starring, of course, the great Viola Davis. Um, season six will be their last, you guys. This is it. This is really it. 15 more episodes kicking off September 26th. And I'm not going to lie to you. I watched the first season and I thought, how long are we going to get away with murder? There's (laughs) no way that this can keep going. And every single season, I was like, oh, Shonda Rhimes 2020, 2020, whatever. I couldn't do the math even back then. Every (laughs) single season, the season finale happens, and I gasp, and it's something I never expected. So, they decided now's the time, and this will be it—the last. Are you be okay season. with that? I will be, but I'll miss it. Sure, I love it. I love that show so very much. Plus, I get to always say, "How to get away with murder."
8: I mean, I loved Shonda's Scandal as well, but mm-hmm. I do feel like it, at some point they ended up running out of good ideas. Yeah. It was, to me, it limped to the finish line.
10: Yeah. The last two seasons of Scandal were not the best. Were not best. as great. Yeah.
9: Right. I've but never How to Get Away with Murder of, has, I've never seen one of these. Really? really? Not even one episode. Oh, no.
10: Scandal was oh, so good. Yeah, really. You,
9: you missed that. You missed oh, episodes.
10: and How to Get Away with Murder. Murder. Oh, murder. oh it's so good. <sighs> Guys, let's get out of here. It's Friday. What's with going me. on? <laughs> Steve Howey, Brock Lesnar, Michelle Rodriguez, Richard Simmons, and What's Toph- wrong with oh. having a slice of real cheese once in a while for crying out loud? <laughs> I am so sorry for stepping on you, Richard, right then. I... I didn't think you'd be talking about cheese.
8: I mean, how about a a little respect for Richard Simmons?
3: Well, you all have a wonderful morning, and I hope you listeners will get a sweat into the oldies three. Remember to take care of your health. It's the only thing you
8: have. Happy birthday, Richard. Happy birthday.
3: Bye, Linda. See you later.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's what's happening.
8: That is what's (laughs) happening. Hey, uh, kids, on your drive home today, why not listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial, Free for All? It's a random act of healthiness from the SoCal helpful honda dealers uh let's sing that song we all know as we invite you to join us monday morning for an all-new kevin and bean show we've got am i not hearing it is it not playing playing. what's happening chip we've got uh, great news also our friend adam carolla is going to be joining us the kids uh, here here at the kevin and bean show found out that the song blinded by the light was a bruce springsteen original yesterday no none of them had any idea we will discuss songs you didn't know were covers on the program. Also, what's up with Florida and an all-new TCL TV and soundbar for you because they're sponsoring our trip to Comic-Con. Don't
2: bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me.
10: This is honestly so stupid.
2: Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me.
5: The worst thing that's in my life.
2: Roll
5: another one. Alright babe, you ready to funnel?
2: Just like the other one. What's going on? This one seems to be
10: about loud Wow. Stuff.
4: And I need another
10: hit. Hide your kids. Hide your wives.
14: Because I'm coming to your house. Coming for your children.
12: out leave not good enough fellas sorry this is a performance-based business don't take it
5: personally it's not personal these people are all gone what an incredible night i can't believe it's over i'm gonna stick around here and stack up some chairs i guess we'll see you next time on holy moly good night everybody We
13: came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Bong,
5: bong. Giddy up, baby. Goodbye.
12: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K
0: Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.